Hello, everyone. Welcome to the final show of February 2024. It's going by fast. God damn. He said final <laughs> show, and I'm like, wait a minute. Did I miss something? Look, Cole yeah. was getting too passive aggressive with those K's in the Discord chat, okay? I, I can't. <laughs> I just can't, all right? I can't go through this every Sunday, you know? With, it's just, it's a lot, yeah. man. It's a lot. Okay. There, there, there. Everybody has those little triggers, like those little, like it only bothers <laughs> a few people. And K, ellipsis K is, for me. Yeah. I have those banned in my chat. You actually can't type it. No one uses ellipsis unless you're being a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's law. What is, okay, what does ellipsis mean? Well, okay, <laughs> no, no, that's not that's not true. I do think I do think there is. A subsect of ellipsis users that are just incredibly insecure in emo. That are they aren't trying to be an asshole. They just they like they do the little dots because they don't want any type of concrete or finality, especially when it comes to something that could be like a bit confrontational. Like I feel like that okay. could have been done better. Dot dot dot. But well, no, but that's they're just being an asshole. That's just them. Being well, no, I mean they're they're trying to you know pass on potentially valid feedback, but just not you know. And then there's the people that do dot 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 space emoji, like they're trying to get the they eat get their cake and eat it too, and it's like I don't know about those. People. Those all that's one umbrella. The the umbrella of being an asshole is wide and large. You could <laughs> you could float on that motherfucker. That's, that's the not wrong. See the, the ellipses for me. I I like that. Really? I, I I honestly I take that it's it's because I I you know I'm kind of hard to take sometimes and like I'm I'm a little weird and I do I do random shit and then I see the dot 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 and I'm like ah you don't know what the fuck I was doing either. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay, so for you it represents uncertainty is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. It represents like I don't know what to say about what I just saw. Fair. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's just the wide umbrella of being an ass. You know, that's, that's where I fit. That's where I, that's where it's. No. And that's, that's absolutely like, I can completely see it from that standpoint. Yeah. I absolutely can. I mean, and there's certain things that, that absolutely, I'm going to use the word trigger. Absolutely trigger me yeah. in the chat. And uh, one of them is uh, when any, when anyone says finally, like after like <laughs> trying to do something for oh, for a long time, and finally, and I'm like, you motherfucker! <laughs> and it's not like like I don't take I I suppose I could take it as like finally, yeah. It's no, more like that's not what finally, that God, yeah. yeah, finally I get to see more of this game, yeah, yeah. Yeah, finally. Yeah, that's true. You got to beat him to it, then Zeke. That's how you. That's how you quell that. You you say finally, and then you move forward. Yeah, <clears throat> we used to, we used to have a guy in the in our comedy troupe. It's it's the preemptive, uh, th like do it before they can. Yeah, and uh, we used to have a guy in our comedy troupe who was constantly late, uh -huh. and he would come in to the to the meeting, just already mad, like brah. I'm already mad about da, da, da. like so we couldn't get mad at him for being late. Oh, like, that's, dude, that's not up. gonna work. That's not gonna work anymore. Yeah. You're being late. You can't just come in angry and expect us not to be angry back at you. 
Yeah, that's that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Anyways, we can finally start the show. Uh, let's talk. Uh, I mean, it's been a busy week for games. There's kind of what for whatever reason at the end of uh, end of February, there's just a crazy amount of stuff that came out this past week. And then uh, from Too software much. decided that they were also going to drop uh, the most anticipated announcement slash trailer, I think, uh, in video games, potentially. Like, I'll put it up to that magnitude. Uh, GTA 6, but okay. Okay, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, GTA 6 is about <laughs> close, that. Close, close, though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say mm. right below. Uh, right is, below. Is Elden Ring, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, it was it literally came out of nowhere. They just posted a tweet that says, first reveal trailer for Elden Ring. Shadow of the Archery will be uh, up in 16 hours. Join us. And uh, the internet kind of went crazy. Did either of you watch it? Have you have you seen said trailer? And if so, what are your thoughts? Are you excited to dive back into Elden Ring as well? Uh, like, where where's the, where's the zeitgeist in y'all's mind at? I watched the trailer. It looks awesome. I'm going to do a new run, and I can't play, wait to play the new stuff. You're gonna do a whole new run, yeah. Oh, for sure, man. For sure, yeah. That's yeah, the... revisit the game, and yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah, Ooh, no question. I think man, have to. like, I have. I, I mean, I, I have a hundred percent in the in the, on my Steam thing. Like, I have. I think. Oh God, hold on. Let me just make sure I have it right. How many hours? Yeesh. Yeah, I have. I have three hundred hours <laughs> apparently in uh in Elden Ring. Makes sense. Um, doing everything, getting all the storylines, you know, getting all the achievements and stuff like that. And the the, uh, the thought of, like, going back and starting from from uh, from scratch with a new character, like, it does excite me, but it's one of those things, like, the you joy of discovery. Yeah. The, yeah, the joy of discovery is, like, was, like, the meat of that game for me sure you know so like going back and like oh i've seen this oh i've seen this seen this so i'm like struggling whether i should like actually go back and and start a new character or just do the dlc from where i'm at yeah i'm not sure what i want to do but i am absolutely just jacked about this it it looks like more of what you want you know I want big, big, scary, weird-looking bosses, and they just—they never disappoint me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the same camp. I'm not sure if it's a full new run. Uh, I did a randomizer run of this as well during uh, uh, the subathon, and, and that was a <laughs> that sense of discovery was back because every boss was like, "What's this going to be?" <laughs> right? It's not—you have no idea what's going to pop up in front of you. Uh, and yeah. that was, it, it made, it reignited the, uh, the love for the game. So yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, what it'll be, but regardless, I'm down for the, the DLC. I also don't know like how long it's going to take that there's obviously a ton of theories out there, um, in terms of where you go into the DLC and how you get there and all that type of stuff. Um, and what level it'll be and what difficulty and yada, 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 yada. Uh, there's a billion videos of that. So We'll just have to wait and see what the uh, the truth is uh, and play it in June. I wasn't expecting a release date as well, but we got one uh, the end of the end of June, which kind of means that June is going to be crazy packed because we have oh man, we got Poe two beta, we got this potentially uh, new Final Fantasy fourteen expansion. 
already the summer's looking pretty good, but I just hope they don't do it all in like the same two weeks. <laughs> so I got I got this weird sponsorship opportunity uh, just a couple days before the Elden Ring thing, and it was to watch a trailer that I've never seen on stream. Okay, like watch it and react to it, and then just talk about the game for like five or ten minutes afterwards. And I'd never heard of the game. I did a quick search, looked interesting, and I was like, sure, I'll, t- I'll take that. Okay. So the Elden Ring thing came out, um, and then the next day I was supposed to do the sponsor, and I actually missed it and had to do it the next day. So I'm watching the trailer. It's for this game called Anotria. It's a oh, Souls-like yeah, yeah, sure. game, and it's like, it takes place in Italy. It has all this you know interesting, unique stuff, and then it gets to the end of the trailer, and it's like, Anotria. Releasing June 21st, 2023. That's, that's dead. <laughs> that's, that's dead in the water. 2024. 2024, but still. But yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Still, still, still. It's, it's just like, you're, you're, you're bringing attention to the release date of your game. They, the Souls-like they, game, no they less. They gotta move that. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And. The funny part was, and and I can be totally you know overt with this is the part of the sponsorship was specifically like while you're watching it and for the next little bit while you have all the stuff in it to not play Souls like games, like because they wanted to keep everything about Anotria. Oh, so it's like they went that far with the sponsorship, but then are releasing on the day that Elden Ring's DLC is. It's just I I almost guarantee you and to be fair it'd be smart of the devs to just bump the release up by a week like get it get ahead of it yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Give, give give people something to play while they're waiting for elden ring like yeah. uh but yeah they they uh the ball's kind of in their court right now but if they can if they can bump it up like a week or hell even a few days like they need to get on that right now <laughs> yeah and then they can call it the elden ring appetizer <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Before you jump in to the yeah, exactly, the dude. Lean blah, into blah, blah. it, man. Absolutely, <laughs> At, lean into check it. out and play Octria. with that for a discounted Absolutely. price. Yeah, like Absolutely. ten percent. Why not? Elden Ring DLC discount of twenty percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? But yeah, what's even worse is the game actually looks pretty cool. Like it's it's super stylized and it's basically like it all takes place in Italy. That it. It it its moniker is Sun Souls. It's a Sun Souls like because the, everything's bright and like artistic and, oh, and not okay. dark. So like it's uh it's it looks like a crazy game. It could be kind of fun, but cool. They need to do something about that release date. Yeah, yeah, that's whew, that's rough. That's rough for sure. Uh, well, we are all very excited for Shadow of the Earth Tree. Uh, oh yes, I think. Are you on? Uh, are you on Media Blackout now? Uh, after that first trailer, you do you not watch anything else. You know, it's this is not a Final Fantasy game to me. Yeah. Like I I mean, sure you might lose out on that fraction of a second of of seeing a boss for the first time on stream, but like I've never really seen Elden I've never really seen Souls like games at all, like being that story centric. Sure. So I don't really mind myself kind of leaning into them for story stuff. Um yeah, so no, I'm not in any kind of blackout for anything Elden Ring. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably watch whatever. It, it just adds to the hype for me, I think. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same way. <laughs> The, the stuff that is is super interesting about those games is, or, or I should say, the best part about those games is not seeing the boss, but it's beating the boss. So you know, and that's not something I'm going to get out of a trailer or a or a you know, you can't spoil that. Yeah, so, yeah, I can't take that feeling. It's uh, it, 
it kind of it feels like um you look at a uh, like a coffee table book of a museum you're like oh there's michelangelo's david there's a sistine chapel and stuff like that you get a, you get to see a picture of it but then you actually go to the museum you know and it's a completely different thing that's that's what it feels like with dark souls like i want to look at the pictures of the bosses and like i want to see them but then when you experience them it's that's that's the 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 good stuff you know yeah yeah uh we can kind of talk a little bit about earning stuff. There's there's different numbers floating around uh, for a bunch of different things. Um, shocking, really, no one. Uh, a Warner Brothers executive, the financial officer. Uh, let's go with Gunner Wiedenfels. Wiedenfels? Wiedenfels. Sure. Uh, he said that the game has, quote, fallen short of our expectations. So that game apparently did not do well. Uh, shocking. I don't really think anyone, in, uh, at least in our industry, maybe in the industry outside, uh, in the business realm, thinking you could just like tie Suicide Squad to something. But yeah, didn't sell that well. Uh, definitely nowhere near like what Hogwarts did last year, which was uh, the best-selling game of the year for Warner Brothers and mm-hmm. just in general. So not uh, not a big shocker there. Uh, Nintendo is the uh, richest company in Japan when it comes to cash holdings. They have eleven billion dollars with zero debt. So if you ever wonder why they're slow on putting out new hardware, it's because they don't fucking care. They're doing just great. <laughs> eleven billion and zero debt. Uh, they're just raking it in, just printing money, uh, really for the past ever. What, how long is the switch? Has it been a decade? When did the switch launch? I was going to say the, the past generation, but the last one was the Wii U and that didn't 2017? do well at all. 2017. So seven. Yeah. Okay. Seven years. Not, not quite a decade, but. Yeah, they're doing well. Still. Still. That's a long time in the life of a console. Yes. Yeah. Right. I, th- I think. Uh, how, how, what, what is the watch, like the, the accepted, like, this is how long a console usually lasts. Is it like 10 years or is it less than that? Totally depends on the console. Yeah. The competition. It, I think it depends on. <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. It. I don't know if there is. I think if you were to look at each generation release, they've probably gotten shorter uh than than normal just because of how fast tech is advancing um but i think like six to seven is about that um i think like what the the 360 era was pretty long the ps4 era seemed short by comparison but it might have just been as long um i don't ps2 lasted a long time Yeah, yeah 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 um but I just I just wondered if there was like an average like lifespan. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh uh, yeah, most people are saying like between six and eight years. Yeah, that seems about right. Uh, there's a ton of rumors floating around about the Switch Two. I haven't uh, dove into any of that stuff, but there's like rumored leaks, spec sheets, dates, all that stuff. I I think the rumor is that it's supposed to happen early next year. Now it got pushed back, but. Uh, I'm not too up to date on all of the information on that stuff. So uh, we will see whenever we maybe hear about that in June uh, during 
summer game fest week. That hurt to say. I don't. I don't like that. I'm. <laughs> it's, it's no E3, baby. At, E3 at was G3. so easy. G3. Ah, sucks. <laughs> Whole thing sucks. Uh, I, I think Jeff Cello is fine. Jeff, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you could. You could just. You, you, could, just, you could just call it G3, and it could be Jeff's glorious games. And that way, it's like almost the same as what it was before. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, G3, by the way, uh, PC Gamer put out a featured co-streamer list for the PC Gamer show this summer, like this past week. Co, you're on that list. Did you know that? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah. One of my one of my viewers came to me and said, like, uh how come you're not on this like official co-streamer thing is, but co is it? I said, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Why would they put out a co-streaming list? I mean, they, they, was it from last year? No, this was for this year. Uh, let me, I'll find the article. Uh, I'm guessing it might be one of those things that, that, that I do. I get these in the mail, like, Hey, you've been selected. Would you like the opportunity to co-stream this? The the only thing. And I just go, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Very well. Very well. Could be that. Um, the only thing I could think of is there was like, <laughs> so they did that panel thing last year. Where they brought in like a bunch of industry people and, um, you know, like, uh, and, and they did, I don't know if you remember, they brought in like a bunch of streamers and industry people. They had like the council. Yes. Yes. Thing. I do recall that. So they invited me onto that, but I didn't realize what it was and turned it down. And then later when I found out what it was, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll help you out. And they were like, cool, we'll include you in future stuff. So I think that might be who this is. This list, uh, the list is And long. maybe that's why they just popped me on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. A uh, little weird, for sure. But I, I, I'm guessing what's going to happen is, just like they do every year, we'll send out that tweet where it's like, hey, watch the PC Gamer Show, let us know your Twitch stuff, and then we'll probably just add you to it. Yeah, it's the same. I was just, I was, I was surprised that like, it's the end of February and like there is an official co-streaming list for the PC gaming show in June, I guess is when, do they even say, oh no, it just says summer 2024. Yeah. So a weird thing regardless. Okay. Yeah. Uh, The timing on that was a little strange, but. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, just like every year, I'm guessing they'll just do open invites. Yeah, yeah, I would suspect uh, the same as well. Uh, this one was a little bit of a shocker, and it actually kind of made me interested uh, as someone who buys completely pointless uh, technology. Uh, the PSVR 2 is going to add PC support in 2024. You're going to be able to hook that thing up to a PC. Yeah, which is but what's weird is they cool. did they specifically didn't mention that apparently the library will be moving over <clears> to <throat> which has opened up some questions because a lot of people were originally like, oh, cool, you can play all your PS2 VR games on your PC. And then it was like, no, they're not announcing that the games are coming out for PC. So it's this weird, like, what is it going to be used for? Are they like opening up an SDK? Like what it, what exactly is happening? Yeah. So, like, for instance, it doesn't, I don't think it says anything about, like, the Horizon VR game, which, right. which is one of the bigger ones. You know, that's not, I don't think, coming to PC or anything. So, 
Yeah, we'll have to see what where it goes. It wasn't even that big in the in the blog post. It wasn't like <laughs> a, they were just talking about games that are coming up, um, and then kind of at the bottom of this, it just said, "Also, we're pleased to share that we're currently testing the ability for PSVR two players to access traditional games on the PC to offer even more game variety in addition to the PSVR two titles uh, available through PS five. See that's and it and it specifically says additional games. Yeah. So it, it I wonder if they're just going to make it so you can just use the VR headset in lieu of like an index or a or a, a quest and just play like all the stuff on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't used mine, so I can't tell you if it's good or not. <laughs> oh, you bought? I didn't even so, know you bought the PSVR too. Yeah, I think I got it a, a while ago. I think I was flirting with the idea of trying the Horizon game, and then ended up just not doing it. So ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. The PSVR two. Uh, well, I'm sorry. The PSVR, if like as far as I remember, it was the most like cost effective or like the cheapest. Mm-hmm. Say, yeah. Um, is it still the same? Is that still the case? PSVR two um, is cheaper than PSVR two is. I think it's. I want to say it's five hundred. I'm opening up the thing. Uh, it's five just for PSVR two. It's five forty nine ninety nine. You get the bundle. It's fifty. It's five ninety nine ninety nine. So it's pretty pricey. The Quest is five hundred. Uh, Quest three. So it's okay. right there, about the same. And then the Apple Vision, not really the same, but kind of the same, is thirty five hundred. So right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like as far as like I, I, I haven't tested out the Quest three or, or the Quest or any any of those. Um, but uh, I remember the like. After three, after owning three VR headsets, the the PS VR was still like it was the most comfortable to wear, yeah. and it was the cheapest, and the games were great. Like I really enjoyed like the or the um the first party games that they had for it. So like this is good news all around, man. The PS VR like is still like the one I the the VR headset that I recommend to people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. Um, what else do we got? I mean, there's been a Arrowhead, uh, the CEO, uh, the game Helldivers. It's just been kind of the one of the the big news things I think over the past week. The CEO has done a uh, made a lot of different statements on Twitter, all very uh, positive and favorable statements. To be clear, like none of them are. He's not saying he the a, wrong things. He's saying pretty much he everything is a correctly. Very real dude. Yeah. Um, which is which is interesting. Somebody somebody uh, brought up a tweet that was very interesting, and I and I remember reading it and being like, "I don't think so." But now that you've said it, I'm not sure. So somebody says that? like, somebody said um, that how incredibly obvious it is that that CEO's tweets are done by a PR company. And my initial response oh. was, "No, of course not. He's actually like it's of course it's actually him. Of course, you know, it's a real person." And and that kind of led to the discussion. What's like, yeah, but do you think he sends the tweets to a, a PR company first? And I was like, probably probably not. Yeah, right? I, I wouldn't think. And so. then they're like, haven't you noticed they've all been really favorable and positive? And I was like, yeah, but I'm sure he's just a really good CEO. <laughs> yeah. And like, they kept saying questions, and I kept being more like. <laughs> Wait, so did they sway you over? Do you think this is all I don't PR know, bullshit? Like, I, don't, I don't think it is. He just I seems don't like think a chill so. guy. He seems super genuine and cool, and his tweets seem really good. But at the no, same time, it's like every one of his tweets is a home run, so it's like... Man, don't let that cynicism <laughs> fucking affect you. What the hell? I don't know. Well, the, the point is is that 
He's he's uh, I I for the record no I didn't get fully swayed no I think he's just a good <laughs> CEO but I will say he is uh, a standout CEO yeah um, like he he's very he's way more connected way more real um like he's made some some statements that have been kind of hard line but not controversial which is an interesting line to cross so like he yeah like someone on my chat says he's good too good yeah I know. yeah well that's God, <laughs> but, that's the internet in a nutshell these days i know right, right? Like, i know yeah. probably we're just gonna find out later that there's no ceo and they just chat gpt the oh thing god and, uh, I know, <laughs> but... <laughs> please don't be true but but no he seems he seems super cool seems very connected um and and the whole the whole hell diver situation has been very positive so yeah, yeah he's doing a good job man he's doing a good job yeah seems like the servers are fine now and they're they're getting uh i, I don't know what i haven't looked at like the steam db charts to see where they're <coughs> charting uh looks like they peaked four hundred fifty-eight thousand on pc uh and then you add in whatever's on playstation to that uh, 24-hour peak was 446 i want to say they raised the cap to eight hundred thousand players um just across the board so uh, still doing well, still selling well. It's number three right now uh, as of uh, this very exact time on the show. Um, and yeah, it doesn't seem like to be letting down. I, I think the for me, the big test for that game is whatever they push is like the first update. Whatever new is added to it, that'll set kind of where that game, I think, lives in my rotation and my whatever, uh, my head, I suppose, moving forward. Um, cause I really, I, I got like, is it going to be a big update? Is it going to be small incremental stuff? Is it going to be, that's, that's what I'm wondering. I yeah. tend to almost never return to games that do small incremental updates. I just don't, there's never like, you need to have an impetus. You, you need to have something to, to that, like a switch in your mind that goes, Oh, that's a good reason to go and do that. Like, yeah. you know, Terraria. Giant 1.6 patch, Stardew Valley, big 1.5 patch, you know, like a lot of these companies really do it right where they'll do a patch and implement or like implement like huge new features, new areas like Core Keeper, Stardew Valley, Terraria, all great examples of that being done. Then there's other companies, I hate to say it, like there's a game called Palia and I was just talking to someone last week about Palia updates and they're like, yeah, I'm kind of waiting to return. But every time I read the update stuff, it's nothing interesting and it's all tiny and you know, I don't want three new things to build and, and a new NPC to talk to. I want like a bunch yeah. of new, I want a reason to go back. Yeah. And, um, it's a great example of, you know, if, if hell divers does like, you know, Oh, here's one new mission type and a gun, you know, every three months, it's just like, nah, but if it's a kind of thing where it's like, yeah, we're putting in a new faction and eight new missions and ten new weapons and all that stuff, it's like, well, it looks like I'm playing Helldivers. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, but now I have to because this update's so big, I got to play it. Right. That, that um, example so, you know. was like it, it reminded me of uh, like uh, in one game, Valheim did like I was just on the tippy edge of like <laughs> I'm I'm almost done with this game, and then they're like they came out with like the the Hearth and Home or whatever. Uh-huh. That, that I remember that update. And I was like, "Oh, what is that? Decoration?" Yeah. Mm. Mm. But then the and update like, after that, you know what? I'm they're done. like, and then it was like new biome, and I went, "I'm back." <laughs> <laughs> new biome, new buildings, new enemies, new boss, new magic yeah. system. Like, like you know, you can't if you like the game. It's like you got to play it at that point. And they're doing it again with Ashlands. Like you know, and I don't want to play Valheim again, but now I have to play Valheim again because they're putting in a new biome. So yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's that kind of thing. Yeah. 
Well, we'll see. Uh, I think mechs is, is the, the word, the phrase, the, the thing that's been uh, floating around there in terms of player-controlled mechs. So Heard that, too. That sounds great. Love to see what that uh, actually looks like, how that plays, how that uh, messes with the like power dynamic of that game. Um, which It's going to be interesting. A, in a really good spot, I would say, um, especially towards the upper difficulties. So hopefully they don't like break the that it might you might be hearing stuff in my uh, room seek if that's what you're oh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're mech specific missions that are balanced only mm. for the mechs um which could be interesting I'm also curious like how they're going to implement it you actually drop in on a mech are they going to limit how many players can be in a mech is it going to be like either everyone's in a mech and everyone's not in a mech you know like it a lot of, lot of questions that that come around with that so we'll have to see how they do it yep yep should be good uh regardless we'll we'll definitely check it out and then, and then, and then, how are the mechs going to work with the techs? Because tech mechs is definitely delicious and important to think about as well. I'd love a taco right now, you know, like a like a bean and cheese, like uh, straight from with like the flour, like dusty flour tortilla, just fresh and hot. Mm. That's I, I want a democracy. I want I want a chimichanga with a side of democracy. That'd be pretty tasty. Pretty tasty. <laughs> You hold the freedom, but extra liberty, please. <laughs> hold the free. How dare you? <laughs> uh, okay, 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 okay. Freedom on the side. Freedom in a little That's cup fine. on the fine. side, please. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> a little cup of freedom. <laughs> the what is his exact title? The Sony president and PlayStation chairman, uh, Hiroki Totoki. That's a really fun name to say. Hiroki um, Totoki. Yeah, Hiroki Totoki. Uh, in a financial that. results briefing from Sony, uh, was talking about Bungie, uh, and he straight up said that Bungie needs to be better at quote, assuming accountability for development timelines, kind of a bold uh-huh. statement, uh, just to rip into <laughs> Right there. The full quote, okay. full context is, uh, quote, I visited the Bungie studios and had meetings with the management and I saw the employees working at the studios were highly motivated, showing great creativity as well as impressive knowledge of live services. However, I also felt that there was room for improvement from a business perspective with regard to areas such as the use of business expenses and assuming accountability for development timelines. I hope to continue the dialogue and come up with some good solutions. So he's not even like... I, wow. It, yeah. I mean, he just, if I'm at Bungie and I hear that, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's fuck. just like, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, um, and, and maybe, maybe everyone not at like the executive level of Bungie was just like, finally, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> this <one> yeah. <laughs> I don't know though. That's, that's wild. Uh, for me to to read that. I guess we're gonna have to do away with free Diamond Watch Friday. Yeah, uh, it's. I don't I don't know what it looks like internally at Bungie. You hear a couple things every every once in a while. You see a couple tweets, but that makes it seem like. Well, it's yeah. it's a a mess in a lot of ways. I, I wonder if that's like affected by the Bungie layoff debacle. Sure, it Sony is. Yeah, Bungie thing and everything. Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of wild. Yeah. I, I do have something to add to earlier, though. You said that was a fun name to say. Uh-huh. Um, I I don't know why. This is one of my long-term memories. Okay. Um, when I beat 
Final Fantasy VII with a buddy for the first time ever. Uh huh. We were we were we actually sat there and we read every name in the credits, and there was <laughs> and there was one name that we actually decided. And this is back when I God was I was mid teens, I think. One name that we decided was the most fun name to say out of every single name in the Final Fantasy VII credits. I don't know what the guy does. I don't even, like, this is 20 years later. I don't even know if it's a real person. But I remember for literally two decades being like, the most fun name is Go Kikuchi. Go Kikuchi. So, G-O. G-O. I'm I'm 99% sure was his first name. And then it was like, Kikuchi. K- and we like, literally just like ran K- around the house yelling this guy's name. K K K K I K U C H I Go Kikuchi. I don't know. Mm. That, is that a real name? I um, don't know. You know what? I've never actually Googled it. Go. Yeah, that's. Kikuchi. I just tried. Hey, go Go Kikuchi. He's there. Known for Final Fantasy VIII, Super Smash Brothers, Parasite Eve, Ace Combat Five. Yes, character <laughs> animator in the battle section. Go Kikuchi, your name's amazing, and we appreciate you. Go just, go just like re, dude. Like he he met an old friend for the first. I did. Time in decades. Oh man, my my boy, Go Kikuchi. Even worked on Parasite Eve. I know, right? What a goat! Oh shit, Parasite yeah, Eve. Now you're guy is, my yeah, man. That guy is a goat. Damn, <laughs> um, oh, bro. I'm gonna. So anyway, go if you ever see Go like, Kikuchi, tell him Co said hi. Okay, All right. a similar vein, but uh, he. Do you ever pronounce your name backwards? Like you, you spell it backwards and you pronounce it. If you know what it, you know what your name says backwards. No, that's an like insane. My name, my name backwards would be Arakas Redirk. Only insane people know that. My first, Why? my what? first and last name. <laughs> okay, maybe what? that's just a thing. My fa- maybe that's just a thing my family did. Because did my you dad really did. Do, did you really pull one of those? Like, yeah, my name, my last name would be like. <laughs> 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 you know, that that's probably why people are amazed when I when their names are spelled backwards, like on their Twitch name, and I I notice it. I'm like, oh, you are blah blah, blah or actually, you know, <laughs> I just notice it. But bro, you got a skill. I don't. That's even. I'm not even barely following what you're saying the right way, <laughs> let alone the wrong way. Oh fucking god. You know what? <laughs> No, one of my one of my mods had the greatest comment, Zeke, and it actually I think is correct. He yeah. said, "That's a theater kid thing." Oh, okay, and it could be. I mean, that makes sense. Well, the reason why I brought it up is because the best name that I've ever heard to say is someone's name backwards. Her name is Barbara Bateson, and her name backwards is a Rab Rab Nose Tab. <laughs> How did, how did we get here? <laughs> I'm glad that we did the <laughs> a, a rab rab nose tab. Barbara Bates that, backwards. A, a rab rab nose tab. Okay. I like Wait, it. Hold on. Did you tell this person, hey, you know what your name is? <laughs> did you just go up and tell her? Or is this just no. a, have you ever met Barbara Bateson? I No. To, to this day, <laughs> to this day, a rab rab nose tab is not familiar with the fact that her name is hilarious no. backwards. No. Some people just are, man. <laughs> well, you said that you we were on the subject of funniest names to say, <laughs> and I had to give a little context, and no, it stretched I... out way longer than it should have. Oh, this whole segment has. This yeah, is we, great. We, this should have been done like, I shouldn't have even brought up my thing. 
Like it, this. Oh man. Oh. Skellen man. says Zeke is a national treasure and must be protected at all costs. I agree. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that we're here. I, I, the two of you, maybe, maybe not. But I'm. Oh, I'm man. on board. It's good. Uh, you guys hear the new name for Project L? Is it a rab rab nose tap? It might actually. <laughs> it might actually be worse. <laughs> Project L's new name, the fighting game from Riot Games, is... Oh, right. I did. 2XKO. Oh, that's what... The, I saw the memes about that, but I didn't know what that was referring to. It's that's... What? Really? 2XKO is the fighting game from Riot Games. Why? I... I'm not a fan. It's horribly generic. Like, it means nothing. There's no, there's, there's no flavor at all. I'm guessing it means like like Street Fighter, you win two, you, you like you knock him out twice, you win, right? Well, I, I think there's two. It's a two v two game, right? You you have you pick two characters, and okay. so I think that's it's like there's two times the knockout, two times the the Wait, KO. Is is it the number two X T O? No, no, two X T O pronounced. They Q-X-K-O. made a made a point of saying it's pronounced exactly like it's spelled. Yeah. Two X K O. Tuxco? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> no, no, no. It's Tuxco. No, you pronounce it how it's spelled. How it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a fan of the name, but yeah, the I name's guess. terrible. The name is actually terrible. I, I don't know if it's the type of thing too where like once we say it enough and once it's out, if if it all if I'll come around to okay. it. But saying two X K O that's four syllables. You, okay. There has to be a short version. So you, you don't call it. You can't, 2X. you can't even act. You can't call it two X. Cause that means nothing. You can't call it K O because I mean, that's like, you know, that means something else. Like they didn't think about this at all, dude. You just got to say terrible. K O. Funny thing is my, <clears throat> I think it would be better if they just called it two K O. X two O. X X K O. X X K O. I would have just said Project, leave it at Project L. Project L is a better name. Yeah. If, if, just leave it, call it Project L, at least sounds cool. I didn't, didn't sounds, the L did stand for lion Spanish? as well? Like that? I don't know. Not in Spanish, it's uh, dos, dos Equis. Dos Equis KO. What's it stand for? I think, I, I think oh, it stands yeah, for two times cool. knockout. You have to knock them out twice, which yeah. is a standard fighting game mechanic. 2XKO. But that's... The, the the problem with the name that's a frat house drinking is that right it's <laughs> dumb that's the problem yeah. like that'd be like well i was about to say like that'd be like calling a, a a fighting game face punch but honestly that'd be a better name so it's not like that wait i mean um, dive kick is a pretty badass name that's you know? true absolutely <laughs> dive kick works absolutely but no it's just it's just it's we it's just such a weird name and you can't make it short and it the big thing about it is it there's zero flavor there's no taste you know there's no identification there's no is there is there league of legends like things in it since it's right yeah it's league of legends characters it's league of legends characters. It is. okay it's, it's all okay. the league characters. not all of the league it's, there's not a hundred characters but they're pulling from the league of legends roster oh somebody uh kind of random side question somebody said does uh asked me this yesterday and i wasn't 100 percent sure somebody said does valorant is it related at all to league of legends no. I don't think so. No, right? no, those are two yeah, different okay, universes. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Just making sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Valorant is its own universe. I don't play either, so I was like, I don't think so, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, could Valorant take place in the future of that universe or something? Is there any, like, connection at all? Probably not, yeah. Valorant's storyline is that there's two different, um, there's two parallel universes, and so that's why you have, uh, like, characters that are the same character fighting each other in a 5v5 is because there's two different universes. And so there, and the storyline going between oh. it is like, which one is the bad universe, which one's the good universe. And they're, they're kind of like merging together type deal. I have the perfect name that they should have went with. Let's fighting lol. Let's fighting lol. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, dude. I like it. I'm on board with it. It's better than 2XKO. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 2XKO. Hey, hey, let's go. <laughs> I saw them perform that live and it was awesome. So he just goes, so he just goes, LFL is a league in League of Legends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so unfortunately, I don't think that would work, but it was uh, a great maybe idea. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one I I still don't know uh, why do two x raw nose tap yes that's that been, there we go oh, see they should have just, just gonna they should have just hired you for Ryan yeah into everything and we're gonna laugh that's right is it exactly I think right. I think we've got a new inside joke now I think that no I one's gonna like have Captain any America. idea. Yeah, that's I know. not going away. We're gonna have soon. Phil Spencer on. It's like, well, why didn't you call the new Xbox Ra Ra Nose Tab? It'll be like, I know, right? Get it right. It's a <laughs> and he just you and we just watch him. Rab 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 Nose Tab. Oh, thank you All so right. much. He just walks off the yeah. show. He just, <laughs> he just leaves. He's like, I don't have time for these dumb memes. I don't. Oh my god. Oh god. Uh, do you guys remember Gigantic, the game? The Is game. That- is that something that you have a memory of at all? Never played it. I remember I remember it it was here and then it was not. Yeah. <laughs> it was I a do, very quick process. I I see the font of the title of the game in my mind. Like yep. I, like I see it. Yep. But I don't remember what the game was about. It, it was, was it like uh, um like big monster <laughs> versus little It was a It was a MOBA hero shooter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it came out kind of during the Overwatch uh, era, I guess, uh, and shut down in 2018. But for some so reason, played it sponsored. You yeah, know, I think we fun. did do sponsored streams for it. I I remember doing that. Um, it's back. Carnage, April 9th. It's coming back. Gigantic the Rampage Edition. It's being really? sold as a paid game. It'll add new features such as cross-play across all the platforms, have a new ranked system, which will be coming post-launch, have quality of life updates, as well as previously unreleased content uh, that they never had the opportunity to add to the game during its live service. Um, Mm. I just, I don't, it's $20 with free updates on it. Uh, I guess, are they just trying to, like, cash in on the (laughs) iPad, like, They've got all those assets, and they're like, ah, fuck it, let's put it out there, 20 bucks. We maybe make some money. It's been seven years. Um, It just seems wild that that's a thing that they're doing, a a thing that actually, like, got cleared by a business to put out that game. I don't remember. No, I've never heard anyone saying, I fucking love that game, bro. I I played the shit out. I wish that game came back. Like, 
It's not something I, I've ever I heard will about say, I will say, when you were asking about it at the beginning of this section, a lot of people in chat said it was fun. Really? But yep. fun and was it like that game was fun with an ellipsis? Because those people are assholes, first off. And then second. <laughs> when the game came out, did they go, finally? <laughs> we got, we got, yay, it's coming back. I played it yesterday, says somebody. Um, I want that back, says somebody else. Was an awesome game. It was really fun. Okay. It was so fun. Yeah, I mean, there the game was pretty decent. Game was fantastic. So wow. I mean, there there are people they've out there got, that were they've got some marks. Yeah. yeah, they'll make twenty bones off those folks. Every sure. one of those statements had an ellipsis, though. What does that mean? Oh God! Dude, it looks like it. Like I don't remember it at all. I just remember the the font of the yeah gigantic, like in that in that like the uh, the reason bluish font, and I, it looks like it's uh, a Disney villain fighting game yeah yeah the reason is because it was out it was out during the overwatch heyday right so like overwatch just this giant it cast this giant shadow over that entire genre and this was one of the games that never really got out of it i don't think it it sucked away a little bit of the player base of of overwatch but it was a lawbreakers yes it was I i didn't play this one but do you guys remember like there was another moba that was the mob. It was it was dubbed the mobile moba. Uh, that was the one. That was like their tag, and they uh, they were all oh, over like Twitch booths I, and shit like that. Yeah. For, like, a little while. Oh yes. I re- I don't remember the name of that game, but I remember what you're talking about. Was that battle? No, it wasn't Battleborn. No, was it? it wasn't Battle no. Right. Battle Right. I remember it. If yeah. Yeah. someone right? says it, or, I remember there there was a game called Battle Vainglory. Right. Vainglory. Vainglory. That's yes. That's oh, it. That was it. God. That was it. Vainglory. Yeah. Oh yep. boy. Wow. That was, they, the reason why I said it, that's spent, the only MOBA I ever actually played and or like they they, they flew me down for like a like a uh, yeah. it wasn't Twitch Rivals then it was like Salty Tournament or something like that. Yeah. Salty Bet Tournament or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they they t- flew me down to Twitch because I, I was the personality hire on the team. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> I wasn't good at it. <laughs> I was just the one that was, you know, the most animated. Like, you got these serious players that are, like, really good. And I'm like, how do you do the thing? How do you shoot the guys? Like, that was my job. I and, I, and I think I played it pretty well. Okay. All right. Yeah. Vainglory. Yeah, they spent so much money on advertising that game. Like, it was crazy. That was one of the, the at the time, that was one of the largest pushes we had seen across Twitch. Yeah. It was years ago, though. It's true. Years it was a while back. It was a while back. It was like, it was released in 2014. I don't like, I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm going to ban dates from my, uh, <laughs> you know what? Just ban time. Just yeah. the whole concept. If of you've time. got a fucking calendar, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Do you know what time it is? Cause I don't, and I don't care. <laughs> That's exactly right. No, the, the only uh, ones that I will allow, I will allow you see what? man timing. No, I will allow okay. that. I will allow if you put it's coming out in on January second, uh, twenty XX. I will accept that. Oh, yeah, Mega Man timing. I love it. It's true. It's true. I was wondering where you were going with that. I was like, yeah, Mega Man. Oh, it's true. Uh, keeping up with the Pow World player count, they have exceeded twenty-five million players. Fifteen million of those purchased. 
10 million through Xbox Game Pass. That's fucking crazy. Like I it, it can't actually crazy. Fi- 15 million sold is just like you, that's that's insane. <laughs> Games do not sell that much. That is not a normal occurrence. Uh and the fact that they did 15 million I I don't I would love I hope that like a documentary team as soon as that game started to sell swooped in was like please let us put a camera in your fucking office or something cuz I would just love to see that studio transform over the next year. You listening to Dwyer get on it. Yeah. Yeah, like it's uh that's crazy. It's just an insane amount of money that uh is being pumped into that studio. Um and that's it. That's the news story. It's just 25 million players. It's it's crazy. Good for them, dude. Yeah. Huge, huge congrats for to them. them. Yeah, um, I mean, it's the first time that I've, that like a pocket monster style game has ever like appealed to me you. and actually kind of grabbed me. Yeah. 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 It, uh, it deserves it for sure. Um, that's kind of it in terms of big news. There was a, uh, Harada, the, Tekken, Tekken God. I don't, what is even his title? The game director, chief producer of action slash fighting games. Uh, but he's kind of the Tekken guy. He had a he had a pretty cool um, tweet that he quote tweeted uh, saying uh, yesterday Tekken Five was released nineteen years ago. He was kind of talking about the development process of how that game went. Um, I'll just kind of read it in full. It said, at the time, no one scolded us uh, for such a way of proceeding because we were all immature. Porting and development was uh, going on at a much faster pace with much lower labor costs, us and others too, than now. Now it is completely different. Everything has become huge. All costs have skyrocketed, and it takes a lot longer. Uh, as games have become a major industry, many stakeholders have emerged. There are more and more, quote, self-proclaimed game industry people, end quote, and executives who are not creators do not have development experience and do not directly face the voices from the fan community. Come to think of it, it seems like every year there are more and more people who, when I try to do something with an idea, tell me, quote, don't do it just because of an idea or passion, end quote. I've done a lot of things with an idea, and that's why we have the foundation we have today, but I guess the people who don't have experience in making things don't understand that. Well, that is how this matures, uh, this field has become. Nevertheless, no matter how well-planned and smart you are, no one can guarantee that a game will be successful until the very end. This is the only thing that hasn't changed much. That was kind of a profound statement from someone as like prolific as, as Harada in the industry. And I really wonder what prompted that. Like what, what internally around Tekken 8 made him think about Tekken 5 in that way? Or if it was just a statement that he put out because he was feeling a certain way. I don't know. Um, it's not the only thing though. Was it the Tekken shop? The Tekken shop was announced this week. They added the Tekken shop, which is basically MTX to the game. Um, and he was on like the panel talking about that, but I wonder if that was, Oh, dying arrows in my chat says they had just recently gotten a torrent of ish for opening the Tekken shop. So it it was about that response thing. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, yeah. I, I don't want to read too much into that <laughs> statement. Nardtap says, so people don't appreciate the MTX shop? How rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he's just... Yeah, crazy. 
for like that makes me wonder if he if that was forced upon him by the quote unquote self-proclaimed game you industry know, people. It's interesting because you know, it you have to think about when those franchises get that big. Yeah. Like and they start becoming actual major cash cows for these giant corporations. It must be so unnerving as somebody who like created the games to see this kind of stuff happen and not be able to comment on it if you don't agree with it. So it makes me wonder, like, if, if statements like that, if you read into it enough or maybe knew the right thing to read for, maybe, like, he's trying to publicly be like, I don't like this at all. <laughs> like, yeah. somebody stop this from happening. I didn't agree with this. You know? Like, I wonder if there's there's more nuance in there. Yeah. That, um, You know? Remember back when it was good? <laughs> like, we didn't deal with this shit, you know? Yeah. That was fun, right, guys? But, yeah. It's an interesting thing. Uh, it's on it's on uh, Harada underscore Tekken. If you want to read the uh, the full uh, tweet, uh, it's not a twit longer. It's now a zeet. There's no more. Does twit longer even exist anymore? You know what? Let's move. I mean, forward. you could do four thousand <laughs> characters now. It's not a, it's not a thing. Okay, all right. You don't need to. You don't need to though. Um, yeah, that's it for uh, my news. Anything else you guys saw that came up? Anything in your chats that you want to? You know, I've up? I've just been. Like I, I was expecting this month to be somewhat empty. Same, and I'm just completely inundated with games I want to play. There's entire games that I would, I would normally like feature on my channel, but I don't have time to play right now. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's like I'm more busy this month than I almost think I was at any point last year, which is really weird. We had a lot of releases last year, but they were pretty spaced. They were pretty. Then we had this like big shotgun, like in the middle of this month. And then Helldivers came out of nowhere. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, Baldur's Gate into Starfield, maybe. But that's just two massive games. This past week had <sighs> Helldivers. You'll lump it in there because it's still super big. Absolutely. Uh, Helldivers, Pacific Drive, uh, Last Epoch, Bellatro. Um, what else Sons am I Sons of the Forest. Sons 1. of the 0. Forest, 1.0. People uh, still playing Power World. Yep, Power World's still a big deal. Uh, and then me personally, I still, still had Baldur's Gate three and Yakuza. You started. You started up I too to long. Stop, play I had to completely stop my Baldur's Gate three run for now. Like that's just on pause. Yeah. And I'm now like I had to promise basically to people that I would do an hour of of Yakuza a day. So I'm like doing I'm doing like four different games a day in three streams. <laughs> like trying to keep up with that's all this too stuff much. going on. That's too much. Nine Gale. Yeah. Nightingale, Nightingale. that's right. Nightingale, Deep Rock Survivors. Yes, um, that's great. another an awesome game. Yeah, um, yeah. I just decided not to play Shrouded. any of them. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, you're you're doing. The, uh, dude, I played, I played a little Nightingale. Okay. The yeah. worst, best part is that all of these games have been cool. Like yes. Every every one of these games has come out. It's not like these are like you know little like flash of pan games that maybe a few people play and then no one will play like all of the pacific drive is awesome the last epoch 1.0 is great apparently sons of the force 1.0 is really good and they added a ton of new stuff deep rock survivors really? okay i like better than vampire survivors like you can just go down the list and it's like they're uh, nightingale has a huge amount of potential it's a lot of fun and a lot to do it still needs some work though um but you know there's there's a lot there's a lot yeah yeah, I a Terminator game came out. I didn't even see that. People have been asking me about a Terminator game. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, yeah, was not aware of that. Uh, where do we want to begin then? I did uh, actually say I, I did play. Uh, I did get a little hooked on uh, uh, Balatro. Yeah, mm. 
I haven't yeah, played that yet. I've been I've been uh, kind of wary of jumping in because I don't need another new addiction. <laughs> it's a it's a poker yeah poker roguelike yeah and it's super fun. Oh, like it's yeah yeah it's good. And we forgot the biggest release, Skull and Bones. That is true. That is true. Some people are still playing that. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw that uh, Vanishers also. Yeah, which which is actually a pretty good uh oh, game. Pretty good game. Uh we talked about that last week. I think well, there was a report about Skull and Bones that it didn't sell over a million or it sold just at a million. Uh, somebody, somebody in my chat actually mentioned that when we were talking about the sales figures earlier of Power World. You yeah. said and Skull and Bones didn't even sell a million. Yeah, so <laughs> insidergaming.com, uh Tom Henderson uh said that he learned via sources um, that the game currently has around 850,000 players total at the time of writing. That was three days ago. Yeah. Three days ago, uh, which includes those who opted to play the game with the eight hour free trial provided by Ubisoft. The moment players um, are seemingly fairly engaged, blah, blah, blah. And I think, I think Ubisoft isn't geez. public with its player numbers, right? No, no. And there's no steam DB because yeah. it's not on steam. It's all on Ubisoft. Yeah, I definitely searched Steam, and it was like, there are zero players playing Skull and Bones. And I was like, oh, it checks out. Yeah. <laughs> then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it's not available. It's not a thing. Um, but, oh, yeah, Grand Blue Relink. Yeah, the, there's been a, February was crazy for game releases. I, I have not experienced a, a month like that. Uh, and and to be fair, we haven't even talked about kind of the Goliath that's coming out later this week is the new Final Fantasy VII uh, game, Rebirth, which... That's the uh, release of yeah, this month. Which reviewed, yep. uh, I think it had, at least at the launch, I don't know what it is now, but reviews it had like... all over the place. Had 94 or 93 Metacritic with like 60 reviews. Uh, tons of comments about like being the one of the best games they've ever played. I mean, you could really go as... as some of those comments are wild uh, in terms of where they they put that game. So Tifa was enhanced. Yeah, Tifa. There's some Tifa stuff out there on Twitter. <laughs> if, you, if you're I interested, saw, I saw the 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 gif of the the beach scene. I was like, good for them. Yeah, good for yeah. them. Yeah, I, for I have not seen that yet. I, I I'm on somewhat of a, like. A do you mean do you mean like up. them, the dev team, or do you mean like them? I think he means them. I think the okay. second. Second, maybe both. Yeah, might be both. Might be both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that game reviewed incredibly well. The plot was enhanced. Yes, it was. It was indeed. It was indeed. Plot was enhanced. And people are going a little crazy with that Tifa stuff. By the way, I saw I saw the images. I I didn't see the beach scene, so I haven't seen that. But I saw people were like, they enhanced her stocking. Her leggings are now actually leggings, and like. Where the legging ends on her thigh, the skin like has a little crease thing, so it it's like tight where they would, so they don't fall down, and it's like, oh my fucking god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yep. So get ready for that. The Italian Senate will uh, have some new content, I guess, later this. Uh, this week, uh, via you know, Final Fantasy. I, I want to be in the same boat as you, JP, but I remember as an adolescent 
looking at <laughs> looking at the catalogs that would show up on our doorstep, be like, I think I see a outline of a nipple right there. And just like staring at like the bra ads and like the fucking like Sears catalog. And it's like, yes, I'm old enough to know what getting catalogs delivered to your house was oh, like. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I, I, I'm a, I'm a proud scrambled channel viewer myself. Um, from back in the day. That's how you date nice. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yep. that's, mm-hmm. how you date. that's how you date. There you go. How it goes. Anyways. Yeah. Video game releases. <laughs> <laughs> like how someone in my chat's like, yep, channel 22 here. Check it in. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Thanks for that groove. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> mine was, you go. mine was oddly enough. Like if you had a high enough, like dial like my, or whatever, mine was channeled like think 98. Yeah. I was going to say yeah, mine was nineties. Yeah. End of the nineties. Yeah. 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 That's where that would go. That's where that would go. Uh, all right, let's start talking about some of these games uh, that we've played the past week. Zeke, you said Bellatro. You're playing in your off time. You're enjoying it. We, it's the card yeah, game. Yeah, you love gambling. How how is it? <laughs> it's not. It's not really. No, 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 no. I no. mean, there no, is... no, I, I say this seriously. I say I know, this. Seriously. I just. I love that segment. You're a degenerate gambler. Let's talk. About I did not, <laughs> s- sir. No, no. Like, you're sure, yeah, there's K dot dot dot. It's but it's a roguelite. Uh, roguelite does appeal to the gambling instinct to the gambler's instinct <laughs> yes in any roguelite um it's it's you hedge your bets to try and like uh, um get the best percentages like percentage outcomes and stuff like that this that's been a thing for most roguelite it's it's people call it like in roguelite it's called proc yeah what how often does it proc yep like and that's that's a lot of this is is very much like Okay, you hedge your bets towards certain things. Like, as you can see, like my list right there, it shows all of the hands, all the poker hands you can get. And you can see my flush is at level seven. You can upgrade every poker hand to be more uh, powerful, give you more uh, more chips, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, so that's basically how the game works. Is you have uh, you have three levels, uh, or not three levels, uh, three opponents every level. And then I think it's to to face the the final. I think it's nine. It's either eight or nine of those like three uh, enemy uh, setup. So you like you face three, go on to the next one. Face three, go on to the next one. Face three, go on to the next one. Um, and along the way, you get like these modifier cards. You can uh, get cards that make. Uh, these uh, turned cards from from uh, one suit to another suit, uh, but the main mechanic is jokers, the joker cards. Um, and actually, a little tidbit of information: uh, Bolitro is actually um, in ancient Rome. It was a professional jester or a buffoon, a joker. So that's what the oh. that's what the the name means. Where the name came from, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes, we've. Uh, uh, but I, you, I remember you talked about this. Uh, and w- during demo week. And so in, uh, I guess in comparison to that, to, to not go over the full game again, is there oh, anything right, right, between yeah. like the full launch and that, or was the demo the game? Like, is there any, what's the demo is pretty much, is pretty much the game, okay. but it's just more like you, I think the demo had like maybe 10%, 20% of the available modifier cards and decks. Got it. That okay. you could use. So there's just this more. one is, Oh yeah, 
just yeah. a, just a shitload more. And <clears throat> you know, it's the the joy of discovery in any roguelite. It's like okay, new card uh, unlock. Let's see what that does. Okay, that one looks cool. Um, and then you know, all the cards have have different modifiers like like foil or hollow hollow something. You know, the, the thing that makes it look rainbowy. You can oh, see yeah, it on my yeah. hollow card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's yeah, different modifiers for cards. Like they have a chance to have these modifiers and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really fast too. That's what I like about it. It's how long you play around and it goes boom. And you go to the next thing, go to the, you have a shop stop in between every round. As long as you don't, um, skip, skip, uh, you can skip, uh, encounters, skip a blind. They call them blinds. Okay. Um, you can skip a blind, uh, and get a, a bonus. So like, if you skip this, this enemy, will give you double uh, the money you have right now. Mm. But you also don't get the shop in between. So it's like a give and take. Um, well, I was going to ask, how long does it take to like learn it, if that makes sense? Because these games are always a little bit... Um, super quick. Really? You can just jump in and like right well, out of well, the gate? Well, do you know poker hands? Like, do you know the, the poker hands? Like, high card, pair, two pair, uh, three of a kind? I would... I would say generally, yeah, but it's not like I don't, I have not played poker uh, in the past. I haven't played like Hold'em or anything uh, in the past like four or five you, years. Yeah, played you, a lot. You don't, you don't play your hand against another hand. Okay. Um, what you do is you make the best five card poker hand that you can to gain uh, points. It's basically like doing damage. Um, Got it. Okay. Yeah. So like uh, if you build up your flush, to be like level two, level three, level four, like you're always like it's it's a build. You're doing a flush build, mm. basically. So like every time you face an enemy, you're looking for cards that will make you a flush because that's the most powerful thing you have. Got it. So that's yeah, that's how it works. It's just like you know, go ahead, Coke. You're can you can you yeah. play this game if you're not into poker? Absolutely. Yeah, you you'll still to, like be you able to wrap to your head around it and everything. You just need to have a passing knowledge of poker hands. Like what beats what? What if what and if you don't play poker? Does it teach you? I mean I'm asking I'm, some people in chat were asking. I'm I'm curious. No, no, it's 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 um it's poker hands are not like they're they're pretty self-explanatory. Like high card means the no no pairs, no nothing. So it's a high card hand. A pair? Pretty self-explanatory. One pair of cards. So two aces. That's okay. Oh, cool. And Chad and is saying it out. does like explain all the hands and everything. I was thinking more like flushes okay. and, and, you know, things like that, like straights, okay. you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's very easy. Very quick to learn. Very quick to learn. Cool. cool. If you don't know like poker hands, yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very quick. And it's, it's, it, it's just, it's fast. It's fun. It's, it's, it's numbers go up. It's modifiers. It's, uh, uh, you get like a really good set of jokers that really have good synergy. It's like a round of Hades or, or Isaac or something like that, where you're just getting like, like all the, all the best shit. And you're just like crushing. It feels really good to like get that synergy down. And you'd be like, uh, the object, the best way to gain money at the beginning is to beat, uh, the opponent's number, uh, with one hand. So you're discarding until you get that monster hand and you lay it down and then that's it. 
you win without having to play more hands. If it, it starts to get like really cool, but it does ramp up. The difficulty does ramp up after a while. And uh, one of the really cool things is every every third enemy, like every like mini boss of the level, the big blind, um, <clears throat> they have a modifier, like a game modifier, meaning like you play with your first hand face down. So you don't get to see the fucking cards. Huh. Um, you can discard huh. all of them, but, it's, but you have a limited number of discards. Sure. Yeah. So uh, the boss blind. Sorry, you're right. The boss blind. Because there's a small blind, big blind, boss blind. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, it'll have that. Or it'll have the boss blinds modifier will be no discards at all. You play the cards you get. And discards are super, like, super useful and important uh, a lot of times. Um, but that's, it's really cool because you can see it before it comes. So you can kind of be like, okay, I'm going to play with my cards face down. How am I going to fucking deal with that? Or, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I might, I might have to jump into it. I, I don't need a game right now to like play offline. And I feel like this would, <laughs> this would be the, the, the addiction that like DRG was when I started playing DRG last week. That was like the, I got 10 minutes. Let's do a DRG run type deal. Um, is this the like pick up for 10 minute game, Zeke, that you would oh, yeah. do around in 10 minutes? Okay. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's super quick to, to jump in, jump out. Yeah. Um, I, everyone that's played it has uh, said, like, hey, I'm going to check this out. And then an hour later, they're singing its praises. So it seems like it's an all around win um, for it. And everyone, everyone seems to like it. So what, what does it cost? It's like 10 bucks, 20 bucks. It's, it's not that expensive. I don't think, um, um, it's 14 99 on steam. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And you can get the sounds like I already have. Bucks. Yeah. I already have like, and I, I, I played it for like half a stream Okay, and it's just, yeah. I, I mean, this, I swear to God, this would be like my game for the next week. If, if, you know, if it was a good draw for viewers for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. I understand. Uh, Bellatro is the name. Typically we would have the name up over there, but uh, Explorer has crashed on the streaming PC, I guess overnight. So I don't want to touch oh, anything and have OBS just like <laughs> just start to crumple. Uh, so what is your OBS uh, Yeah, it's the universal sound. Right? Universal sound for uh, death. Tech failure. Yeah. Tech failure, death. Yeah, same thing, really. Uh, where? Let's talk Pacific Drive. Because uh, I, I was wary of jumping into Pacific Drive uh, only because I, when, when Co talked about it, I think Zeke might have talked about it as well. They forgot to mention that the game is actually kind of scary is not the word I would use, but anxiety inducing is the word that a lot of people uh, said. And it kind of reverberated with me as someone who's not uh, prone to wanting any more uh, anxiety at the moment. So I was a little apprehensive. You don't like stress? Yeah, I, I was a little apprehensive about playing it. But man, I played four hours yesterday. I think that's my favorite game of the past week. I really enjoyed Pacific drive uh, and I really want to get back to it um, and, and try to just like see more stuff, see more anomalies. Uh, I don't even know how to talk about that game co without 
talking about things in the game that I don't want to spoil for people because half the fun in the game is like is discovery is discovering just yep. what exists. Uh, They've like removed the combat element and inserted like this very fun exploration discovery element. Yeah, uh, from like a game like Stalker. But yeah, it's 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 really half the fun of that game is just seeing new things and experiencing new anomalies and things like that. And it's like one of the more. I think I said the statement, it's like the most unique game I have played in a very long time because there's not very much. I don't, I don't know of a game that is like it because it is a driving and people are saying roguelike rogue, whatever. I don't, it's like a driving stalker Tarkov thing. (laughs) There, there are a lot of, of different genres that it is combining into one thing. Yeah, and it does it surprisingly well, while also fingerprinting it very well with some unique story and unique environments. And but I mean, it has like the the world of Stalker. You've got the world of Stalker. You've got anomalies. You've got a walled off zone the public isn't allowed in that has mysteries. Like you know, it it ha- it's the Stalker zone. That's what it is. Then you've got the procedural element of like a Hades. You've got yes. a roguelike procedural where you have a base and you go out on expeditions. And every expedition is different and it's 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 partially procedural and you go back. So it's got that roguelike element. And it's got the looting of of a Tarkov style game where you're searching containers. Um, but you aren't searching the containers for necessarily like uh, you know, loot. You're looking for crafting supplies, which is yet another genre. It's almost subnautica e, where you're going around and just collecting crafting supplies all over the place. Um, and then you've got the base building and customization mechanic. You've got a base and a mobile base. So yeah, I mean, it, it really is. True. It's just like it's it's dipping in all sorts of other genres. But the beautiful thing is, and we talk about iterative gameplay design all the time on my channel, and this is a perfect example of iterative gameplay design, where it's not doing anything super new when you section each of the individual things out. Sure. But what's super new is the way that they amalgamate them into the one vision. And that is awesome. There are going to be games that are going to be coming out in the future that are going to be learning a lot and taking a lot from this game. Sorry, I'm watching <laughs> what's happening on screen because you were looking at a text yeah. or something. Yeah. I have uh, no idea. This game, I'm, it feels very, very different as well. I haven't had much daytime missions like this, uh, but at nighttime, I like the anxiety and the stress ramp up for me like tenfold, uh, yeah. especially... It's got, uh, I guess without going into it, it's got the Doctor Who weeping angel thing kind of in the game. And uh, I still don't know fully how those work. And please don't tell me how they work, but I don't like them. And it (laughs) keeps me from like, anytime I walk around, I'm staring at that thing. And then I'll go over here and loot some real quick. And then I just turn back and I'm like, did you move? I don't know what. You didn't do anything. How come you didn't react? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, and then there's like, there's so many other things that I haven't even encountered yet. You can like look at the map and it'll tell you uh, the different anomalies that are on it. And they're all just question marks until you go and scan them, I think is how that works. Yeah. yeah. You want to scan everything. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Everything gets scanned. Yeah. I've only done like uh, six or seven 
uh, like full runs. I spend a lot of time in the garage. I would say I spend as much time as possible in the garage because I'm, I'm stressed about going out. So I'll get my car looking all pretty and you can like spray paint it and yeah. put different doors on, put different things on the car to like upgrade it. Cause there is, that's part of the game is like you upgrade your car. You put new, better, uh, higher armor on your car. Cause those deteriorate and you have to repair them and you got to manage gas and you have to manage the battery life and all that stuff and it's that sounds kind of tedious but it's actually not there's like a relaxing factor to that whole process of like going back into the shop it gives you a little bit of a break in between the i would say high stress moments of like the actual game um and then the whole quirk system i think is one of the coolest systems you don't like it i think it's badass i love it uh but only because it hasn't only because the quirks that I have are like, so let me explain the system. Quirks in the game uh, will just happen to your car randomly. I don't know what causes them. I don't know if there's uh, like a, a thing that you're not supposed to do to get them to stop. But perfect example is like my first quirk, and I think it might be the most universal one. So I, I'll go ahead and just say what it is. When you when I would shut my uh, rear door, the car would honk. I think that's I have the that first one on right now. Okay. I refuse to remove it. And yeah, and every time I did it, I would like chuckle a little bit. And I think that's probably yeah. why you've refused to, <laughs> to remove it as well. But the the tutorial is like, yeah, you, basically it's an if then statement. And the game doesn't specifically tell you how what is what is causing the different quirks of the car, but it can get really crazy where like uh I don't know if this is one, but you, if you turn the car left, the right door will open. Yeah. Did you see there you that? go, right there. If you reverse, the hood pops up. The hood pops up. <laughs> that one I had to take off. Okay, uh, I haven't one, seen that, that one, one was yet. getting That one was getting a bit much, so that yeah. work had to go. <laughs> yeah, I think you just realized what was happening when you reversed right there. That's why you're laughing, yeah. Um, but you're muted. Okay, okay, okay. I got to ask a question. Um, who among you, <laughs> I'm asking you guys and the chat, who among you, your first car was just a piece of shit? Yeah. My first car was a Chevy Chevette, like a 1980 Chevy Chevette. Ooh. And it must have heard about this game or something because it had quirks, all kinds of quirks. Yeah. It was very much like I pressed the brake and the radio would turn off, like for some reason, like. <laughs> Oh but no! It would come back on after I took the break off, but it'd be like, and today coming up on the drive time, it was, and yeah. that's the weather for the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so someone in chat just said they had two quirks on their car that were activating each other. Oh no! <laughs> so it's like, Jeez. can you imagine? Like the hood opens, and on that opens the right door, but then if the right door opens, the hood closes. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Like just back and maybe, forth and back and forth. Maybe that's why I like the quirk system because it reminds me of exactly what Zeke just said. I had a '68 Jeep Wagoneer uh, is my first car, or yeah, Wagoneer. I, it might have been a Cherokee. I forget the exact one, but I had that car for like ten years, uh, and it was. I was very sad when I had it uh, towed away uh, <laughs> because it was at a. It, it was like the emotional, like oh, it's my first car, it's going away. I had to have it towed though because the gas tank was literally leaking gasoline. 
And I didn't know that until I went to a uh, mechanic and I was like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with the car. And he came back after looking at it for like five minutes. He's like, yeah, you got to get your car the fuck out of my shop because it's leaking gas all over it right now. And I can't have that on my shop. And I was like, what do I but I don't what do want, I, do? I don't I don't want to drive I'm not it. Gonna like, drive it. He's yeah. like, I don't want to drive that. And he's like, Well, you got it here driving it, so you can take your chances or <laughs> but you got you gotta get it out of my lot. It's leaking gas right now. Like you have a full tank of gas and it's just leaking all over my shop. Is that like can right, aren't yeah. you can you fix <laughs> it? Yeah. Like, isn't that what you do? Yeah, you so fix things, that's, right? That's what happened. No, that's what happened. I, I towed it from the shop to the house and then the next day I sold it because it was not going to fucking drive. I've been driving it apparently for like a month while it just leaked gas everywhere. And I, wow. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So I, I have fond memories of the quirks, uh, of that, uh, Chat, of the game. Chad is saying that the devs actually stated that they, uh, one of the ways they found a bunch of quirks were asking people what funny things are old cars. Do. Oh, so that's, that's kind of awesome. Funny. I love yeah, that. Really so much. I, dude, I had a buddy who had, I don't know how this worked electrically or whatever, but like his horn, his horn on his desk, like the, the cover of the, the steering wheel yeah. was like off. Yeah. Like the plastic cover or whatever. And if he wanted to honk his horn, he had a he had like an empty can of Copenhagen like snooze or whatever, the the dip. Yeah. And he would take the metal end and put it and it would like connect the circuit and be like It was the funniest fucking sound ever. That's great. That's fantastic. Uh yeah, so I don't know how much how like deep the quirk system goes but then the way that will, you get I mean, rid you of can that look yeah the, the, you can the, sit there and oh look that's the true i guess you can go of, look at all of them yeah there's a ton of there's options. like a station and you basically have to solve like an if then puzzle and so the game doesn't tell you what's happening but like for ko where we just saw the quirk of when he puts the car in reverse the hood pops open he has to go you have to go to the station and say like uh basically they have all these different like uh sections you choose hood, and then you put opens, uh, win, and then you choose the other two. And I just love, I love that idea of having to like choose that stuff and figure it out because they give you a little bit of like a a driving course, so you can actually take the car out not in a mission to figure out why these quirks are happening. Um, so I like that system, but I haven't had the system uh, interfere with the gameplay yet, which maybe I wouldn't like it as much. Uh, if that were the case where it's like, oh, you got to get out of this level because it's closing, but you can't drive forward because when you press forward, the car goes backwards or something like that. Right? <laughs> like I haven't encountered that uh, and that might suck, but it also might add to the gameplay. And that's just like one of the many systems that exist in this game um, that I, I've, it, all of them resonate with me. I love the looting. I, uh, it made like this aspect of doing the Tetris that we just saw right there in the inventory that's really fun. Um, you can also just for like normal materials, you can just press T and it'll automatically drag everything over into your inventory. And then when you get back to your car, you just press T again and it'll shift everything over to the other inventory in your car. Uh, <laughs> there's the hood popping up because he's reversed. Uh, you can change steering wheel. You can like customize all that stuff. Um, I didn't get super far, but I unlocked like the handbrake 
but there's also other systems. Uh, did you yep. did you unlock any of the like other abilities code in terms of um, what they I are? I have some um, some other cool things. Like I put a, a side rack on with some extra storage, put okay. another side rack on, and I put a lightning rod on it. So now when I drive through electricity, it charges my battery instead of hurts me. Oh, wow. Cool. That's awesome. Okay. Um, and there's lots of other stuff that you can get and unlock and progress on and everything. So I think I'm at the, sta- the stage of the game <laughs> where I'm just about to go... <laughs> <clears throat> I've had that happen before. No, 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 no! Did you try and throw it in reverse? That hood might I, pop you I, back up. That's like, oh, I should have. You're right. You're right. No, you just worked your vehicle out, which is really, which is really handy. Oh, I didn't. I've, I haven't done you that. Just hit yet. the, you just hit the T key, and it, uh, and it will just warp you anywhere nearby. Oh, okay. Um, but no, there's. Uh, I think I'm up to the point in the game where I'm just about to get to the next tier. There's oh. like three defined tiers, <clears throat> and if you look. There's this giant blueprint area where you can get new blueprints. Yeah. And if you look at that, it goes like stable energy, unstable energy, and then like prototype energy or something. And um, I hope and think I'm just about to get to the region that has unstable. Okay. Which uh, took a little bit of a of a thing. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been awesome. the jump. I'm playing it more tomorrow afternoon. The, the, this kind of sucks. So when you take those jumps. Um, not only do you not really go fast enough with the basic engine to do anything, but it hurts like every part of your car. Yeah. So there is no Aww. reason to take those jumps. I agree. I, I feel like there should be some kind of buff, like, uh, like, like you know, you jumped it or something that gives you like three seconds of invulnerability so you can actually jump and have fun with it. But no, you want yeah. to avoid those, like the plague, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Like well, a parachute no or something, them. like a glider, like, like, a, like a huge hang glider that pops out like... Whoosh. Yeah, I mean, there may be some car upgrade that helps with that. Maybe there's something yeah. that you can get to, you know, prevent falling damage or help with it. You get you get a spring later that apparently makes the car jump or something. So I I don't really know. Okay. They, they do all, they do all sorts of weird things uh, with the crafting system. So yeah, That's you saw right there. Uh, by the way, every time you you don't have to, but every time you get in and get out of the car, you can turn the car on and off, and you can also put the parking brake on or off. Oh, uh, and it's awesome. I have an auto brake. Oh, you have an auto brake, so whenever you get out? I have an auto brake. So every time I get out of the car, it brakes automatically. When I get in, it unbreaks. So you just completely ignore that. I hope (laughs) there's one for the turning the car on and off, too. But actually, that brings me to my next thing. There's incredibly cool customization to the options in this game that everyone should look through. Like, there's a high-visibility items thing that's incredibly useful. You can see items and containers through walls. They glow gold. So that makes it super handy. There are all sorts of accessibility options for all the controls. So one of the things I did, for instance, was I turned on brighter nights, which is huge. The stream can actually see at night, which is nice. Oh, I didn't know um, that. There's also an option that makes it so you don't have to hold E when you're doing the key and the brakes. You can just tap E, which makes it so much easier to do the brake and stuff. You just get in and tap, tap, you're done. Um, there's there, and, and if you go through the options, there's lots of really good stuff in there. Uh, you can just turn off losing items. You can turn off death. You can turn off player damage. Like, like anything you can think to do, there is pretty much something similar to it in the options somewhere. Yeah. Uh, they really they really pulled it out of the stops, giving the player choice in that, which is fantastic. I wish more games did that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and a lot of those do, if, if you are worried about the, like, stress or anxiety of the, like, go, go, go mentality that the game has a lot, those abilities, everything that Coach just listed, turning those off and messing with those can really affect that in a positive oh, yeah. way for you. Uh, Nettie Ain, one of my monsters, said you can even turn on closing your eyes when the car flips so you don't get sick with the motion. God, that's wild. That's some really good QA, like feedback-wise. They also can make it so when you get in and out of the car, instead of showing the animation, it's just a black screen. 
So for people that for get motion, the motion stuff from yeah. lots and lots of cool little little things. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that it went that deep. Um but glad that it does. Um definitely worth checking out. Story wise, I'm not super far. I'm very interested in it. Um it's kind of told through um I have voices on the radio. Yeah. Um, I, I have some 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 theories, some big theories that I'm looking yeah. for leading and checking. Yeah, I've I've definitely just in the four hours, I definitely have thoughts on like the people and what they're saying, and you know, it, that, it's that type of game where they you're not exactly sure on anything because it's all so obscure and bizarre and kind of and every so SCP-ish. often the people the people talking will like say a certain word or phrase or that'll make you like completely raise your eyebrows and be like, wait what yeah and it's like a what normal did, word just say? but it's capitalized in the subtitles and you're like why is that capital or <laughs> yeah yeah or or they'll talk about like the order of things or like when things happened and you're like wait but like you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of curveballs if you look for them which makes it very interesting yeah so it's got a cool story uh ultimately to, to boil all that down um i've i don't know lengthwise i've heard it's like 15 ish hours for main story i heard it was 10 to 15 hours if you rush a main story, but okay. if you're like farming and going for upgrades and everything, you can spend up to 30, like doing farming runs and missions and, and getting all the collectibles and things like that. Because cool. it's procedural, there's like random chances on if the collectibles will actually even be on the maps. Mm. So like there will be times when you enter a map and you'll just see this big blue icon. And if you drive over to that icon, it's a, it's a, a pole with a little box on it. And you look at the, the box and it's like an episode of this like uh, podcast thing. That, that goes over like the history of the area and what limb technology is and all this stuff. And every time you find one, it's the next one. Huh? So, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. And then of course, what I also really like about this game is any container anywhere has a chance of containing a rare item or a collectible, which is really cool. So it, it makes searching everything very viable. Um, there's a lot of times in games like this when everything can start feeling really tedious when you've already maxed out all your resources and you just, you know, you don't need a lot of stuff. So it's like, why keep looting? But because they put so much random stuff in random containers, like anything can have anything in it. So that's a, a very good feeling. It's that kind of like that POE feeling where, you know, like any mob could drop a mirror, which right. makes it so it's like you're constantly like interested in killing everything. It's that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, I didn't realize. Can you customize your goddamn plate? It doesn't look like you can. You can't customize your plate, but you can add stickers. You can add paint. The entire interior, you can find customizations for your steering wheel, your gear shifter, your little thing on top of your antenna. Your like, you can get special components. I found a, a bumper that had a gold star on it that had a special ability that oh. I couldn't repair. So it's like it was a special bumper, but it only had one life, and once it was gone, it was gone. Um, so you can even find like special parts like that. So there's there's you can see little I have a little dashboard puppers that's that's yeah. bobbling his head around. So it's, have you, you know, found all sorts of fun stuff? I, I see you're wearing the shirt, so I think you have this belt. Did you find this yet? Because I have not found I, it yet. I have not found it in the game. Yeah. I did you yeah. get did you get your MEJP shirt? I have your, I have an MEJP mechanic cool, the devs. Uh, jacket. I'm actually wearing it down. in that. If you look on yeah on my God what what is that my right side? That, right, what, it yeah. says they actually it actually says co on the thing. They actually sent us all like fun little nice stuff like that. That was very cool. The devs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like mine as well. They spelled my name correctly. That's all I care about. <laughs> Big so. same. Not co. I want one. Those look cool. <clears throat> They're cool. They're really cool. You got, yeah. you got the bobblehead. That was actually, uh, it was one of my favorite like press packets. Sometimes you get a lot of stuff where cool it's one. just like, did you read the manual? 
Yes, the manual. Uh, oh my god, they got like an actual manual for the car, but they went through it with like a pen and like added in all these notes and stuff to like uh, that that were about the game and like the weird stuff in the game and things like that. It was it was very creative. It's yeah. like an actual man. I I don't know if they like printed. Like, is this from a real station wagon? Co- like, uh, there are there are there are parts in that manual. I flipped through the whole thing that like tell you how to change the oil and how to access the transmission and stuff like that. And it looked real. I'm not sure if it's real, but it absolutely looked real. Yeah, like this. It's this. Oh, that's gonna look bad. Yeah, it's it? hard to see, but it's like it's yeah. actual. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. But then every it's... so often you'll see like pen written in it. Yes. Where like it'll circle a part of the manual and be like, yeah. Where they'll like draw an anomaly and be like, maybe this is related to this anomaly and stuff like that. So it's it's very cool. It's fucking cool, and it's like beat up. It's not like freshly printed. Like yeah, whoever managed the press packets for that stuff, they did a fantastic job. Out of ten, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, oh, game, the music's great the too. Good. Yeah, mu- all the music I've listened to is oh, good. I have streamer mode on. I have streamer mode on. Good. Two of the songs I hate, but the like the techno like beat EDM music that's I. We'll find that song. I wish you could put songs on repeat. That's maybe my only criticism of the game. I wish I could just have that song on repeat nonstop because that song will end and then you hear some like, it. they're not bad, but you hear like a generic country song that's that's very sad, sad and downtrodden right after. It just fucking kills the vibe, man. It just, <laughs> you're like in the... You're in the the uh, the garage, like working on the car. You're sitting there, like bobbing your head. You're into it, and then this guy just comes on and starts talking about like his dead dog, and <laughs> just, like, very upset about it. I want to be the ability to just put a song on repeat. Uh, so like radio, so like actual radio. <laughs> yeah, it's actual radio. Um, there's only a handful of songs though with streamer mode on. I don't know what type. I don't know what music is like in the game uh, that is DMCAable. <laughs> Uh, but I've I have heard that it's good from a couple of uh, a couple of viewers, but I couldn't tell you if it's anything mainstream or anything like that. So oh, these are so good. These stations are amazing. I haven't seen that either. I don't even know. Just drive in is. and they fix your car up and charge it up and oh, that's super helpful. You get out of the see you you've got the confidence to get out of your car. Uh, you didn't put it in park though, but I don't get out of the car that often because I'm so wary uh walking around i haven't built it up um man i i almost like i had a i had a moment and and if i and let me let me just say this right now so you guys don't end up like i do okay in this in this game i strongly recommend two modes either you're going out to farm or you're going out to do the main story yeah sure and if you're going out to do the main story or if you're combining those two things Always keep your car at near max health. Okay. Okay. That's that's all I'm that's gonna fine. say. You don't need to go any further. <laughs> all I'm gonna say. I uh I I I I will go a little further because what I did was I spent an hour and a half meticulously clearing multiple maps in a story mission. And then I got to the story mission and I'm I'm bumbling through it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, my car is like half health, but it's cool. I'm almost done. I'll just go home and repair everything when I'm there. No problem. Needless to say, um, story mission got real and, uh, and I died. You lost and all of it. You lose everything. I haven't encountered like, that yet, I, I, but I could see I, that sucking. 
that it happened at the end of one of my streams and I literally like popped up in the main thing and I was just like, this isn't fun. I'm not having fun. (laughs) I I was, I was just like, Oh my God. Like I was, I was, I was very frustrated. Now, granted, if I had been playing properly and, you know, thought to repair my car before, you know, and that would have been fine, but it was completely on me at the end of the day. But what I will say is I, I recommend to people, um, if you are ever in a situation where you are hauling around a lot of stuff, like do not ever tell yourself, I'll just fix things when the mission's over. Like, don't ever tell yourself that in this game because stuff can go very, very wrong, very, very quickly. Uh, we're talking like on the, on a dime, things can go wrong. Potentially yeah. there are RNG events that can be brutal. So don't, don't be like Co. <laughs> okay. There you go. Be smart. Don't be be like smart. Co. Yeah. Uh, that's uh Pacific drive. What, uh, let me see what they're charging that. I think it's 30. Uh, say it's 30. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. It's on oh. sale. Perfect price for this. That's game. a great price. Like yeah. That's such a great price. I, I have such, yeah, just great, 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 great. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it's on, is it what platforms? Cause I know it's on steam, but is it on like Xbox and stuff? Uh, I just want to make sure. So if people, I don't, I don't know for sure. Uh, yes. PS five, PlayStation, uh, Epic games. I don't think it's actually out on Xbox. Looks, uh, PlayStation steam Epic games is all their advertising, at least on the, the front page of Pacific drive game.com. So it's cool. It's a good one. Definitely check it out. Zeke. I think it's, it's right up your alley. It's got like the SCP vibes to it. And, and you're, oh, yeah. you're never no, I, like I, sure what's going on. You played the demo. Okay. I played the demo of it and I was absolutely 100% in. I, I love the vibe of it. And I love the idea of driving around in a, in a, in a, well, a hunk of junk right away that has, you know, yeah. its own like uh, quirks and shit to it. And the, the SCP vibe, I love those t- t- uh, type of games. Any, anything with this, like secure chain protect or, or back rooms, you know, liminal spaces, like that shit is, is, a recent discovery for me and man i just can't get enough of them i love it yeah it's a lot of fun for sure uh let's talk nightingale i think all three of us did sponsored streams uh for nightingale and kind of continues the the weird trend of of survival games uh just uh, huge amounts of survival games coming out all most of them with 1.0s this one early access a little bit of a different story uh yeah and yeah, the where where do we want to begin with Nightingale? <laughs> uh, I, I, I can think... begin. <laughs> I, I, Go ahead. I just want to say like what a lot of people have 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 said, and I, I will echo it. <clears throat> what an unfortunate time to release the game. Yeah. Um, due to how many like crafting and survival games just came out, and how long those fucking games take to complete. Um, the thing that I like, thing that the biggest standout for me, uh, when when you know relating this to the other games that have came out or come out that are are similar, is this game is gorgeous. It is yes. like graphically very pleasing. Um, two eighty five. It, it's it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's uh, you know, better to it's 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 more fun to look at than than I would say. Hell world and shrouded and stuff like that however 
I'm not done with those games yet. Like I, I, I'm, I'm getting close to being done with Enshrouded. I think maybe, but uh, like all those games are like hundred hour games, and it's just like another one. Like, well, I guess we'll add it to the list with that, and uh, you know, another crafting survival game like Pacific Drive or Sons yeah. of the Forest, and you know, all that type of shit. It's just like, ah, oh, man, how do I decide? And it's just like it's, it seems like a great game with. Uh, you know, great voiceovers, a cool idea. Um, you know, the 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 uh, um, aesthetic of the the you know nineteenth century aesthetic, with the you know the introduction of like, you know, uh, not steampunk, but like what do they call it? They call it gas lamp fantasy. Hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's it's all that juxtaposition of like magic with eighteen hundred stuff. It's a cool idea, cool environment, but just like. I gotta, I gotta shelf it for now because I'm doing three other games right now that are similar. The yeah. big thing about this game, the takeaway from this game is this game is great as a foundation for a finished product, but it is, it is very early access. It is very clearly missing some stuff that it needs. What's there is pretty awesome. Like I had a great time with it. I, I feel like the world's going to be super interesting to explore. Um, I had a, I play, I actually did some stuff with Dan. The co-op seemed to work just fine. Um, there, there were things that I, I really liked about this game. And more importantly, there is no question that I'm going to want to do like a big full run of this game at some point. But I feel like I kind of, to, to echo Zeke's thing, they released a very unfinished product in the middle of a sea of finished products so it's kind of like you know i i played this for the sponsored section and kind of instantly was and played a little i played a little bit longer than the sponsored section too because i mean I, I, there's no question i was enjoying what i was doing but it's kind of like yeah there's no reason to rush this right now like there's all these other really good games to play you know they're done most of them um or further along in early access and it's just like this one it just needs more cook time it needs more cook time but what's there is cool, man. It's yep. got a it's got a super unique aesthetic. When the voice acting's there, the voice acting's great. Uh, the music was good. I like the the way that the the um, crafting machines work with all those different variables that you can have. The base building seemed pretty cool. I really like that you can like. Apparently, what you can do is you can load up a chest with resources, and then you can place where you want all of your base to be. You can build a huge base of blueprints. And then as you load up that chest, if you have an NPC, they will build it all for you. Really? Which is really cool. Yeah. Apparently they can like use chests and build for you and do all this other fun stuff. Huh. So I didn't know some, they were that some, advanced. There is some stuff in this game that I feel will definitely push this genre forward once it's realized and completed. Um, the weapon customization stuff is very interesting. Apparently uh, there's a streamer named Glad who plays a lot of survival games. And he, he went hard into this game. He got like to the end game and he was like, I am not used to seeing this level of customization and itemization in a game of this type. He said he kind of felt like there was a Diablo thing going on almost hmm. with like how many different ways he could change and spec and, and enhance his weapons and stuff. Um, also, I like the, the fact that this game, you can basically make your own procedural levels however you want, which is super interesting. Like you can make a card of a type and then another type and you combine them at a portal and make a new area to go explore in. Like that's super cool. So, and then you have like a home base realm too. So you have like a persistent base as well. So there's, there's a lot of really, really cool ideas in this game. 
again, it's just, it's missing like a ton of basic stuff. Uh, a lot of things don't really click properly. There's animation tomfoolery. The combat's a little weird at times. Like there's all these little things that, that will all be fixed with time. They just need to, you know, I can't wait for the 1.0 release basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I echo everything you guys said for, for me, like the weakest system in the game I felt was the combat. It was just kind of. We never even really got to that dude. Simple. So apparently, apparently, the combat is based around having shotguns, rifles, and pistols. Yeah, and I played with a little and bit it, of that in the stress test. Yeah, I used it, like a bow. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, bad. it it was okay. Um, yeah, but like you, you might be right in terms of uh, the different materials that you use to craft the weapons impact what the weapon does in terms of its damage and all that stuff, and that maybe that's like the proper combat material because for me. This was the combat kind of like you, you can headshot people with melee uh, and that was about as advanced as it got. Or if you have like a knife, you can backstab uh, enemies. And so I was doing a little bit of that where like they would go after the you get an NPC buddy that follows you around, which is nice. Um, and you can kind of tell them to go do certain things. But they're also very strong and can tank a lot more hits than you can initially. And so I would have him be like the tank while I'm sitting there like stabbing the mobs in the back. Mm. But yeah, like it's got a a great foundation. That's a a perfect way to put this game. A great foundation that like we need (laughs) 1.0. I was going to say, I feel feel exactly the same way about this game as I feel like in Shrouded. Where it's like Mm. totally, totally sold on the game. Can't wait to do a big playthrough because I know I'm going to do that. I don't really have an urge to do it now. Like I'll just wait. There's a lot of other fun stuff to do. So yeah, and Shrouded and Nightingale are both games that I think are going to have very cool, big 1.0 releases when they get there. Um, it'll be interesting to see like if these games follow like that core keeper Terraria Stardew release style I was talking about earlier, or if they're going to kind of like be quiet in the background, just kind of plodding along until they're ready to do the big 1.0 drop. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Could be like two years from now if they both, because for whatever reason, February of 2024 was survival game month. So two years, a year from now, like if all three of those Power World and Shrouded and this come out within a week, we're fucked. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like yeah, they, we're just screwed. Woo. If all of those hit at them around the same time, because you're gonna have to choose. There's no way. Uh, be very. I, I'm I'm super interested to see the development path of those three games because they're so varied in terms of just initial success uh like grandiose plans where the game's at currently um can't wait to see what comes out of all three of those as they kind of like push this uh this genre forward is uh kind of like the big three and then there's i guess valheim's also looped into that whenever that hits 1.0 uh or whenever they like push another big update yeah yeah i was gonna say they're they're working on their next biome and that's due god knows when the ashland stuff the valheim guys are are Going very, they're taking their time. Yeah, and and more power, <laughs> more power to them. To them. They're already successful. Absolutely, yeah, they already made they've already money. won, already yep. made their money. So take their time and you know deliver a great quality product. Whatever. That's yeah. Cool, but it, it's it actually it brings <clears throat> up a good point uh, to jump to another survival game uh, with Sons of the Forest. You guys have not played 1.0, correct? So not I jumped yet, into, and I'm sad. I. I I rage quit that game yesterday. <laughs> I I straight up fucking just quit out. And really, some of it is I think I was we were me, me and Gassy Mexican and Bruce approached that game. I think 
like every other survival game, right? Like I was in this mindset of like, let's build a big base. Let's like get things, you know, let's advance the tech tree, blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's not a unique or a, a new idea that like, that's not what that game is ultimately, because you can just kind of exist in that world and go from point to point, continually getting new weapons, new armor, yep. and you don't have to build. We built. That's why I liked it. Yeah, we we built a base, and the game just constantly sends things your way and impedes that process at every step of the way. That I was just like, I'm not having fun. Like I I want to be fucking left alone for a literal day night cycle without waking up ten times in the middle of the night and my fire going out. And fucking not having any of the fish. I just got annoyed. I was like, fuck it. I'm done. Like, I'm like, done. I'm all done for it. I'm done with this shit. Um, what really broke me was a, uh, they put in electricity so you can get a, um, basically a solar panel. We found a solar panel in like a cave somewhere. And so we put a, uh, Max really built most of the, I made a shitty building. Max made the proper building. <laughs> then we well, put a proper really. Is it well, four walls in the it, ceiling? Did yeah. Yeah. But I was using like the pre-made thing. Anyways, uh, you get a solar panel thing and you like put on the, uh, on the floor, on the, the roof of whatever. And then you can attach wire to the solar panel and then run that wire to basically a light bulb. But the way that the game like interacts with that and, and, I thought it was because me and Max were stupid, but it turns out that it's actually just a shitty system. And like, it's been a pretty widely complained about system on there's like, there's like videos to how to like figure out the system of electricity. So we tried, I mean, it it really is like a classic joke of like how many streamers does it take to screw in a light bulb? We, (laughs) We tried for like an hour. And I, we just said, fuck it. We're done. Like, this shit's not working. We can't get the light bulb to work. I'm tired of fucking being raided. Uh, and I just got I just got frustrated with it. Um, so I don't know what's new. We did get a golf cart. The golf cart is great. It probably awesome. is the highlight of the game. Uh, and 1.0 yeah. of it being new. Uh, and you find it relatively quickly. At least we did. Um, and it, you, it does... It's solar paneled uh, or solar powered, <laughs> so you never really run out of like uh, gas or anything like that, uh, and you can just run over the guys um, with it. I actually have an answer Fantastic. to that question. That, that age old question: How many streamers does it take to screw in a light bulb? Yeah, it takes a hundred. One oh. to screw in the light bulb, and ninety nine of them to react to it. It's accurate. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's accurate. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hundred percent fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this is us yesterday trying to figure out the fucking light bulb just so we could show gameplay of it. Um, I also hate the snow. I hated the snow when I played it, when it came out early and it still sucks. (laughs) It's still, you still have to manage everything that snow brings. Um, and like when you're cooking, at least when I was cooking stuff around the fire and you walk towards the fire, it kicks snow on top of the food. So I couldn't see when the food just like very small, minor things where I was just like, God, I'm s- I just getting annoyed. And I think it's because I've played so many survival games recently <laughs> that I was like expecting I that. 
<laughs> what are you listening to? I just imagine like I just imagine this being like real life, and like everybody's out there working. JP's like, ah, uh, I'm not sure like how this goes. I think you're supposed to put it up there. Like it's like JP supervising. Like <laughs> you wrapped it around this log here. I don't think that's gonna. That's not secure. Yeah. It says you got to do a, a hitch knot. Not <laughs> doing a hitch knot here. Yeah. Uh, it also takes a while to build in this game, just in general. Like uh, each tree is two to four logs or two to six logs, and like a normal cabin is like seventy logs. And so it, you just have to collect a ton of shit to get it going. Um, so there was a lot of things where I was, where I was like, you know, if I'm looking for a survival game to play, there's a lot of other ones out there that I've played recently: Power World, Enshrouded, uh, even Ninegale, where I'd much rather spend my time. So in terms of what's new in 1.0, all I could say is a golf cart. I don't know what's new in the story. We didn't go, we, we didn't get to like, what I would say we were playing the game. Oh, I don't want to say incorrectly because I hate that statement, but like the game wants you to go from cave to cave and from building to building and from like quest mark to quest mark and get those. Did you play things. through the first one? Yeah, yeah, and we did most of the stuff when it first launched. Oh no, oh, oh, oh I mean, of the 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 original force. No, no, I didn't play much of it. Okay, no, that that absolutely like would like for me personally going into Sons of the Forest, having played the forest, I didn't even fucking bother with building because like I played the early access or whatever pre one release, and I knew like if it's if it's a similar game. Don't fucking bother. Just make little like those little uh, wood huts that yes. you can save at, yeah. and that's fucking all you need to do. And it's it appealed to me because the building is absolutely optional, and I'm happy to not do it. <laughs> you know, I'm happy yeah. to not like. Here's my little uh, wood tent, and that's it. I'm gonna go. You know, because I I have to throw away supplies. I get so many just from going. You know, from place to place to place. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's that was my biggest complaint with the game when I played it the first time. Is that you didn't have to build or there was no requirement not, for it? Not not only not only that you didn't have to build, it's there was no there was no real reason to. Like every single thing the building did, you you could do better just running <laughs> around. Wow, that poor guy. Oh, the golf um, golf but, cart was the most like, fun. The the food the food generation is is it's it's Better to get food, exploring around and picking it up than it is to try to use a base to make it for you. The farming and growing stuff it didn't really add up. Like you can get meds and stuff better outside. Um, the, and the thing that 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 really is the part that makes it so unfortunate is when you're out exploring, you're finding new items, new. You're making new progress. You're getting things that you can't get while base building. Right. But while you're base building, all you're doing is wasting time. Yes. That's it. That's the, the base is not going to give you anything that is going to help you do anything faster. It's not going to get you food in a better way. It's not going to get you. Uh, there's nothing the base does that you can't do out in the field. Your entire crafting bench. There's no benches or anything to make to craft because you do that all in your backpack. So it's like I, I I see why they have base building, but you know because it's a survival game, right? But the game itself doesn't cater or lend to it. They they should really kind of lean into it. And make it so the base can do some really cool stuff that you can't do otherwise. Yeah. Like, you know, like, but, but they just, they just don't. And, uh, and it, it's kind of a big lost opportunity. Yeah. 
And and I I wish I could speak to you know late game and and probably a lot of those you know one stuff that that is there in the base building. But I we spent five hours and did absolutely jack shit fucking around in the base. And and ninety yeah. percent of that was me and Max or or Bruce going fucking get the golf cart. There's five motherfuckers here again, and I'm trying to build this. Shit. Just go get the golf cart and run them over. Just fucking get this shit out of here or lisa's we call her lisa her name's victoria victoria's here she wants to give us food get, she's we're trying to place this rock down i can't she's in the fucking way just accept the food like we just got annoyed most of the time you um, know it's bad when you interrupt yourself before you end a sentence like yeah. five times in a row <laughs> yeah it, it's just a constant <laughs> th- this game really was just a constant slew of interruptions from us trying to do something and that's fine, but if it never stops, you get very annoyed. At least we do. We did uh, very quickly. So I wish I could comment on like the story of it or or any of that because it did straight up when the game launched, the story just stopped. Like there wasn't a culmination or anything. It just like halted. And and I we talked about it. Uh, you guys talked about it at length on on the show. Um, and I don't know what's been added to it. So. Barsaka says, it seems like they're missing the point of the forest. You're stranded in the first. You're meant to explore and escape. And this one, you are searching for people, not really intended to build a mega base. Well, I mean, the, yes, yes and no. You're right. And it's clear that the game leads you into the direction of completely ignoring base building. But I think the premise here is this is a survival game with a lot of very, I mean, what what is there is a pretty fleshed out base building mechanic. Like they, they, and, and if you played the first game, you know, in the first game, building a base felt way more advantageous. So you would think playing the sequel that has all similar and in some cases, even more advanced mechanics that they would expect you to use those mechanics Yeah, that there would be a benefit to using those mechanics. So it's, you know, like, I mean, I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, you're basically saying like. You know, oh, just ignore that huge fleshed out part they spent months slash years developing and pouring money into because that's not what the point of the game is. Yeah. Like, no, uh, listen, really? same, th- same <laughs> thing with Power World. It's the same thing in Power World. They have a building yeah. system. It's, you know, it's it's not like super intricate, but it's intricate enough that you can actually like make some cool stuff, I'd imagine. But it gives you no benefit to do so. Mm, at all. I, I would strongly disagree with that. Like, in, in fact, I would say, I would say Power World and this game are opposite. In Power World, uh, your base, your base is a giant resource generator. You have to build no, crafting no, 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 benches. No, 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 you no, 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 build... no, 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 I'm talking about build, <laughs> building, building a building. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, we're, yeah, the that's thing to compare, like that, that the thing to compare like, Power World yeah. to this is the whole thing. So, like, in, in Power World, like, your whole base had to have, like, tons of crafting benches and storage and... And all the different resource generators and all the pals to manage there. Like the base building part of Power World is super developed and arguably necessary said, to the yeah. game. I should have said building, yeah. building. Like, yeah. like yeah. they have like different walls, windows, doors, roofs, angles, blah, blah, blah. And you don't need any of that shit. Like you yes, just like agreed. I ended up, I was like, okay, I'm going to put a plot of land. I ended up destroying all of it, making a little corner with like a roof and a bed underneath it. And the rest was just like open like rain weather falling on all my equipment and shit doesn't matter it's just a yeah, big Mag- open field of just just you know equipment 
Sure. And Mag Magdalena in my chat says, there's a ton of people who just love the building in the forest and sense the forest. They love nothing more than wasting their time and joust building. The quests and storylines are secondary or even lower on their list. And that's fine. Totally. Don't get me wrong. That's fine. It's just the, the thing that I think me and JP, the point that we're making is there is this fleshed out awesome system. It's unfortunate the devs have given no reason to use it. Like I like I would like to have reasons to build a big base and for it to be fun and something that would benefit me. And, you know, maybe make it so I could look at my watch in the game and just choose an option to fast travel back to my base whenever I wanted. You know, so there'd actually be more of a reason to have it. You yeah. know, like, I, I, there, there are lots of interesting, cool ways that they could make base building something meaningful. But instead, they went well, the Starfield uh, direction with it, and it or, the, or the Fallout 4 direction with it, where it's just like, it's just there. You could use it if you want to, but you will lose nothing by not doing it. That from, kind of you, uh, from your chat, uh, Kumataru has said, you don't need any of that in any survival game, though. It's all for aesthetics, always has been. You are fucking wrong! I just want to point <laughs> out how wrong we you We were are. just talking Val about Pal World! Valheim <laughs> and Shrouded, oh, yeah. like, like the rested bonus that you get, the rested bonus oh, yeah. you get from both of those games for yeah. decorating and making your house, like, bigger or better, whatever, or like that. Or crafting or building or yeah, all sorts of things. in the game. Like, for instance, that, how cool how would it be? encourage me to do that. However, how, I do, like, I'm playing in Shrouded right now, so, like, I have, like, all of my useful shit, and then all of my decorations are, like, in a fucking junk corner just to give <laughs> yeah. me the comfort bonus. I got, like, a table with a chair on top of it and, like, a fucking, like, lights all, like, all over the place. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a corner of my house that's just, like, here's all my comfort. It's all in yeah. one spot if you can see it. Yeah. And somebody just said like V rising, another perfect example where yes. it's like a base is wildly. Um, and, and then like, and, and somebody said like, how could they do that in the forest? You know, make crafting benches that are exactly like your backpack, but use less resources. So it's like, cool. You have a reason to build it. Um, make more things that passively generate resources. So you can just come back to your base and have a whole bunch of stuff waiting for you, like a little loot box, you know, like there's all sorts of things they could do. Um, to make it more interesting and meaningful, they have made the decision not to do that. And then the point we're making is that's unfortunate. Yeah, like it'd be cool to have those reasons. It'd be cool to have a purpose to build the base because the mechanics are pretty you, cool. Like at the end of the day, like it's you know, in some of the forest, can you can you like oh, grounded another example? Off, yeah, turn off base attacks. Like I think that is, is a, actually I think that's a, a server okay. setting. Yeah, uh, we were playing on a dedicated server and. A lot of what I experienced, I didn't ask Barry what settings he made. And chat brought up a great point that if it was unrealistic, then this difficulty of the server is a lot different than the one below that, which I don't know what it is uh, in terms of the frequency of the raids and stuff like that. So that might have had an impact uh, and, and been the reason why we were just always constantly being attacked and raided and, and whatnot. Like there was three or four raids we tried to sleep one night. I think we, we got interrupted in the middle of the night like four or five times. So it might have just been a difficulty server setting um, that I didn't have a conversation about whatever. Um, but yeah, didn't have the the, grass, the the greatest time with the game. So <laughs> that's yeah, and, the short for, of it. For the people that are saying in Sons of the Forest that what you're doing is different, so you are kind of meant to ignore base building. Like, I get that, but this is a video game. And I would love to participate in all the mechanics. 
That's all we're saying. We're not, I'm not trying like to argue the, the realism of finding people in terms of survival and bait. No, I don't, I don't care about any of that. I just want to use all the fun parts of the game and have it mean something. You know, yeah, that's, that's, all. that's, yeah. that's all. They wouldn't yeah. put that big of a fleshed out system if they didn't want you to interact with it. Like in some way, in some way. Yeah. 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 And like, again, the other thing we weren't building like a mega base and I don't even think co would refer to his bases uh, in, in the early access thing is, a mega base. It was like yeah. a building. It's testing stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, testing stuff. I, I, I spent, when, when in Sons of the Forest, I spent, when I f- first played it the first time, pretty much built everything I could. And then I was like sitting in the middle of it, you know, and I, and I, the first few times I tried to like run out and ran back to it. And I got to the point where I, I think I ran back to it the second or third time. And it was just like, why am I running back to this? Yeah. Like, I built everything. There's nothing here for me. It's faster if I just go from point to point to point to point. I'll get more food that way. I'll get more resources that way. Like there's, there's no reason to run back to your base. Yeah. So yeah. It's like building you know, a sandcastle. Like if you like building sandcastles, anyway. great. But you just know that they're going to just get washed away by the tide or, <laughs> you know, random wandering red, red skins, like zombies or whatever. Like yeah. they're just going to destroy your shit. So like more power to you if you like that shit. But I'm just saying like, I'm going to walk down the beach and not bother with the sandcastles. There you go. It happens. You can choose choose the way you want to play. Uh, the other big release came out this week, moving things along. Last Epoch. Zeke, this might mm. be a POE-type segment for you. You, mm. you might be able to just tune, <laughs> tune the fuck out here for me and Co mm. for about 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to preface I've, I've it. Got, I've, got, oh, I've got linen to make and then shroud it anyways. <laughs> oh. I'm going to just pull that up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, last Epoch. <laughs> 1.0 um, game aside kind of a little bit of a rough launch and they kind of shot themselves in the foot. At least I remember when did the game launch co Wednesday? Is that something like that? Yeah. yeah. Prior to the game launching, there was a post on uh, their subreddit on the last epoch subreddit from like, I think the network, the head of the network that was basically like a very detailed post of like, Here's why I'm confident the servers are going to be great and it's going to be a fantastic launch. And like, this is all the stuff we put into it. Cut to the game launching and the servers are fucked. Uh, <laughs> he, bas- he basically was like, it'll be fine. This will yeah. be just fine. Like he said literally the worst things you could say. I don't know. Something like this. It is, it is like, it is the perfect example of why you just shut the fuck up and put the game out. And then that talk article, about everything that you did. That to article make it would better. have been fantastic. Yes. After the game came out, everything yes. worked smoothly, and then it's like, here's why it all worked smoothly. Like that's that's when that article would have shined. Oh my god! It yep. just he lit like he's they he just shot himself in the foot. Like he recorded a video of him shooting himself in the foot multiple times. And I, it. I kind of <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I I I respect game devs. I like them. I kind of hope that follows him around for the rest of it. <laughs> I do. I kind of, I kind of hope wherever he works, like, oh, you're like the last it, it, becomes, it becomes this joke where it's like, all right, and make sure Phil's socials are disabled before the launch because Phil's not going to pull that shit again. Yeah. You know what we're talking about, Phil? We all know it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I really, oh, I really hope God. that just becomes a thing. Yes, me last let me shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like drunk. He's like, I'll say what I want. Lots will be perfect. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. mind right now. 
<laughs> Bill! Bill! He, you never I, on deodorant. I'm going to say it. I'm saying it. I don't know about... He, he probably... <laughs> He probably feels terrible. I would, I would feel terrible in that situation, and I, I would assume the I, amount of vitriol. I hope and, he's, yeah, I hope he's seeing the humor in it. I really, oh, hundred like, percent. At this point, it's just funny. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there have been oh, issues. Man. I think the issues are, they're getting a lot better. That yesterday you could kind of log in. There was queues. There weren't queues. I think they hit another all time high this morning on Steam. So the, past Poe. Well, it's a little did hear, bit. Did you hear about this? It's a little I, weird because it's not counting it on Steam. Yes. Yeah, it's not counting the people that play from the Pee Wee client, which is yeah. numerous. Um, but yeah. still, I mean, it, still. it passed Path of Exiles tops. And I think right now it's it's the highest it's ever been. Hold on. Let me check. Yes. I think they, um, they yeah. hit a new peak uh, this morning. Um, it was like 260 this morning. Yeah. Uh, right now it is. Oh, 200. So it, it yeah, it's back. But what's now. the 24 hour peak? Uh, 24 hour peak. The all time was uh, 264. And that was, it usually has a time right next to it. I'm on Steam Base, so I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, Steam DB is, is where I go for all that. 24 hour peak is 258. Okay. Yeah. So close to it. Close to it. Um, that being said, uh, oh, it, it, at least, okay. So you're using, a, Steam DB says the six hours ago was their all time peak at 264,000. I don't know what, which one is more accurate, but. Doesn't matter. The game's doing well uh, from a player base uh, point of view. People want to play this and that, game, and, and that, that says a two, lot. That two fifty eight is with the servers having intermittent issues still. Yes, like yeah. the servers are not all the way fixed. So there's hundreds of thousands potentially that are, or maybe not hundreds, but thousands of players that are not able to be on that number. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like the the short of it is kind of what we've said. Uh, what has followed last epoch ever since it you know was in early access is like this is the midway point between diablo 4 on one pole and path of exile on the other pole it's a little bit more than diablo 4 in terms of what you can do but it's nowhere as crazy as path of exile uh, with like it's tons of billions of different systems within the but game it is are more appro- approachable than Path of Exile. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. more, um, yeah. and I think that's why it's it's probably doing so well. Um, mm-hmm. It's a fun game. I've I've put another forty hours into it. About yep. about thirty five hours into it since uh, since launch. Um, I'm on hardcore character four. Nice. <laughs> what? Uh, how are I guess maybe the the opening question is, and and I've probably asked you this before on the show, but why hardcore in this game and not in other games? Is it because you understand the systems? It's because I feel more at home in this, and I feel it's easier to find things that work in this. So it's not nearly as intimidating. When when I when I when I if I were to do hardcore in Poe, and especially try to not use a build guide. Yeah, I would know that I would almost guaranteed get killed because um, my build would be terrible or not optimized or something along those lines. I know that it would be horrible. Um, this game, however, it's so much easier to do well because the game guides you so much better that there's still a huge amount you can do and the, the amount of builds is vast, but you feel much more like you're able to get a better grasp about what's going on and, you know, you can sit down with a new skill and look over all the trees and see, like, where the synergies are and see, okay, this skill auto-casts this skill, so I can use that. This skill, these three skills can go into this element, 
which I can then chain with that basic attack. Perfect. I'll do all that. You know, so you can, it's, it's much, it's far easier to plan and implement mm. than I have found to do in POE. That makes and, sense. And I like that a lot about it. I keep getting this feeling in last epoch, which I love. And that is this feeling of I'm about 60% through where I want to be. I just need three more points in this skill, four more points in this skill, and one more point in that skill. And then I'll get this awesome synergy that I just planned out. That's going to be great. And, you know, stuff like that. And it's, and it's really, really cool how that works. Um, like a great example is the, the Void Knight class. So, you know, you get that, that skill right there with the slice. Well, it's like, cool. Okay, I see, I see that that's a slice skill. And normally it just slices. Well, it's like, oh, cool. I just saw that node that turns it into a movement skill. Okay, that can replace this skill. Great. So I'll open with that. Oh, and here's one that makes it so my main skill crits automatically if I hit them with the slice skill. Oh, cool. So let me go get that skill and let me make that skill out, you know, and do stuff like that. So it, it's, it's, it's much more on rails mm. than PoE. PoE just gives you everything and it's like, have fun. This game is more structured and it's more guided. So it means you don't have to know everything to like actually come up with cool synergies, actually figure all that stuff out. You know, instead of looking at a passive tree and having to figure out, you know, oh, that node in the top left and this node, which are literally 90 nodes apart, those might go well together. In this one, it's like, cool, you have all these little trees that you can sort through and you can much clearer and more easily see. The search function is a little easier because you have less that you're looking at. Yeah. So it's just, it's just more approachable. It's far more approachable. Yeah. Um, and, and people are going to hate me saying this, but I'm going to say it again. I think POE could learn so much last epoch from in terms of of the new player experience in terms of of making their incredible systems to give player options to make it more bite-sized um there there are there are there are ways that path of exile i feel could could double triple quadruple the amount of new players it gets every season mm. if they were to learn some things that last epoch has yeah yeah i mean that that is a uh, you, you, you have pre- too. I think we all have big hopes for PoE2 doing this, but nobody has seen what PoE2 is doing with it yet. So yeah. We'll, see. well, and I mean, I, I you preface the statement that it's it's uh, that it is a loaded statement, and I think it is like you could you could have a lot to say with that. I I think my take on it is that like the PoE2 will prove or disprove this. I don't think the PoE devs care about that, and like they they have a vision for their game and I'm not, I'm not defending it at all that I guess it yeah. sounds like I am, but they have a vision for their game and, and it's, they want it to be that level of complicated because they want that, that level of they're, they're choice. They're it. Yeah. They're, they want that level of choice for the game that they're creating. There's nothing wrong with that. And I agree with you that if they were taking some of the systems from last epoch, it would hundred percent be more approachable and they would probably be more, uh, they would probably make more money from that. I just don't know if they ever. Ultimately, what I'm saying is I don't think POE fucking cares about that. <laughs> right? no, I, mean, I, I agree. And here's like, the thing. They are. Some people like uh, shoots and ladders and some people like cones of Dunshire. You know, it's like. <laughs> nice reference. Nice reference. I made a cones of Dunshire reference yesterday. Yeah. My man. Okay. Thank you. Somebody asked if I played board games and I was like, the only one I've ever gotten into is cones of Dunshire. Um, but anyway, the. Uh, and yeah, I think you're right. Uh, it, it, it's interesting because, like, the 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 line that they need that the POE is walking is how do we cater to all? We they already have a thriving community. 
that likes Pee Wee exactly how it is. Yeah. So how do they keep that community happy while also making it more approachable, which would bring in tens, if not hundreds of thousands of new people? Because I can tell you for every person that likes and plays PoE, there are 10 that will tell you that that game intimidates them and they're not going to touch it because it's not approachable. Absolutely. So it's, so it's, it's that kind of situation. Um, but, uh, interestingly enough, uh, one of my, one of my former mods, uh, B cutting and actually said, um, and I'd love to get the quote on this, but he said, POE two devs have already stated that last epoch has some good enough systems that they're changing their game a bit due to it. Huh? Okay. That's good. So to hear. I, yeah. Because if you could whisper me like where you saw that just so I could see the exact language, but that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's that's super cool. That's not I, what I, mean, I expected, the, the line, but it's it's welcomed. Yeah, like I'm glad they are. Yeah. the The line there um, that I think that I really hope that grinding your games decides to walk because they obviously haven't really yet. The line there is: How do you keep your hardcore core happy and content while also putting in systems that cater to people that have never played your game but want to? Sure. So the 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 thing is: How do you help those people without making the game easier? Because the hardcore folks don't want it to be easier. There's the same folks that, you know, scream and cry every time new QL is put in the game, which yeah. is fine. I mean, it's the same thing that happens in Tarkov. Um, you know, there's things in Tarkov that are specifically made to be convoluted because that is how they want the game to be. And the same is with Path of Exile. And that's fine. It, it, their game, they do whatever they want. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's an interesting line. And a, it'll be very cool to see if PoE 2 walks it better than PoE 1. Yeah, I, I would say right out of the gate, one thing that I wish PoE would steal from this straight up would be the in-game item filter. I think that alone oh, makes this man. game a billion times more approachable Whew. because it's, it is a, a fundamentally easier thing to grasp when it is in game. And when you can just go and like check a bunch of variables and understand Dude. what those variables are and what you're actually doing to the filter, then in POE where it's like, here's a, a tertiary website where you have to go and yeah, this guy works for us, but it's not built into our game. Right. Like there's, the, there's a the huge fact, difference. The fact it's, that it's at the, any it's point in this like game, a chinko like, like vibe. It's, it's, it's like, we all know you take this and go across <laughs> and do this thing. No one really talks about it, but it's kind of, you know, it's, it's cool. Yeah. 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 The the fact that at any point in this game you can decide, oh, I need more of this resist, or oh, I want more of that stat to break down, and then like literally in a, in less than fifteen seconds you have that in your loot filter marked and ready to go. That is awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it, it it's so a cool. maybe one of the best things I think the game does. Um, I think end game wise, have where where have you gotten with your hardcore? Um, my max character was uh, he died at forty seven. I unfortunately stood okay. in the Venn diagram of doom. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought I could tank. I, I I had this really nice thing going on with this character, actually, where I was I was gaining back so much health per hit that I was feeling pretty confident that I could, you know, wail on, on a couple bosses and get them. Well, unfortunately, while I was wailing, they both cast their ground AoEs, and they it, like, made this pretty little Venn diagram right under my feet where I was standing in the center of all of them. And by the time I realized I was getting hit, I was dead. I don't know sure. if you have the rip clip, but it was it was quick. So I made a falconer. I actually rerolled a falconer. Oh, and uh, I'm still trying to figure that class out. I I don't like. I'm I'm going completely blind without a build, so I'm still like, you know, I haven't even gotten all my abilities yet. I'm still figuring out how I want to approach it and stuff. But I mean, that's that's half the fun for me. Like every time I get a new skill, one of the first things I do is open it up, and I'm like, all right, let's look at all the keystones. 
let's see what we can do with this. Let's see how it synergizes. You know, the whole like, and and, I, and that's been a blast. It's been awesome. Yeah. Um. So it's you know it's it's been really cool. Really cool. End game's been also, pretty fun. I would say one thing I, I want to shout this game out for. I play this game with controller. Yeah. I it, play it this game well. with controller. Anytime I get to town, I flip over to mouse and keyboard so I can do my inventory management and stuff with the mouse and keyboard. But the second I'm back out in the field, dude, controller in this game rocks. It rocks. Like, it it feels so fluid. Everything works. Uh, the auto-targeting system is a little loose at times. Like, yeah, it's not gonna... quite as responsive as I'd like. But outside of that, it's great. Do you have, uh, how does it handle ground, like, AOE targets? Do you have any of those on your class? Because that might be a class um, thing where it doesn't so the, work so I, great I think others. I might have some, but what you do is anytime you are, uh, anytime you're moving a direction, then an enemy gets a red outline around them, and they become the target of anything you do. Oh, okay. So, right. so it's there's not really like, and everything happens so fast, you don't really have to think about it. Um, so every, and I don't, I don't know if I've just haven't gotten any specific ground target abilities, but everything I do just basically like auto targets where I'm kind of looking. You can use the right stick as a mouse cursor. Oh, okay. so there may be some way to aim with that, but I feel like that would be super clunky. Um, I'm pretty sure it's it's doing auto targeting, and the auto targeting seems to work great. Cool. Okay. In in most cases, it, there's there's a few times that happen relatively regularly where if you if you're auto targeting something one direction, if you snap your controller the other direction and immediately cast, a lot of times it'll still cast in the direction you were facing. Because it's not where you're tilting the character, it's where your character's facing, and there's all sorts of little things that will lag your character turning around, like if they're finishing an animation or something. Mm. So there there are definitely times when 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 stuff's hot and heavy and like I'm trying to be really quick about things, I'll 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 not be able to target where I want to do exactly. And if two enemies are kind of like at the very top right of the screen and you're trying to hit one of them, it's a little wonky as well, obviously. That's all like standard auto targeting stuff. You yeah, nothing unique yeah. to this game. It still works um, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it feels, it feels great. Oh, it still works, dude. I pr- like I said, I've this is the first ARPG of this type I've ever played and enjoyed with a controller. Yeah, it, it's definitely great. a big boon for them, especially. Uh, I would assume they they plan on launching this at console at some point, so yep. it makes sense. Um, did you get to? I guess I guess you wouldn't have just going off of your level, but did you experience or have you experienced anything about the two different merchant guilds that you can choose? No, and I'm playing hardcore, so I can't yeah. wait to get to that system because apparently it, it's a huge boon to hardcore SSF players when you get to it because you can like start. No, yeah, I can't wait to so uh, to to the loose understanding that I have is there's two different merchant. I, I have interacted with it, but not much. Uh, two different merchant guilds that you can interact with. One is basically like the auction house. And the other is like uh, the Solus I found where it basically gives you a, a pretty significant buff to uh, just the drops and the percentage of drops. And you can also like target different things uh, with these prophecies where you can go in after killing a bunch of mobs, you get uh, like a prophecy, prophecy currency and you can target like um, the prophecy of if I kill six of these specific types of mobs or this boss or complete this objective then it will drop these type of items. And so I think someone was saying in my chat yesterday that it's like a 70, 30 split in terms of people choosing the SSF over the auction house uh, faction. And I could totally understand why. And frankly, it's because I think the auction house system fucking sucks. <laughs> it's not a good, Oh, I do not like how they have 
The system is basically every item type has an NPC that only functions with that type of item. So like two-handed swords, one-handed swords, wands. And you have to go to one of 20x NPCs to interact with that auction house for that item type. And unless I'm unless I missed it, because I was offline and I was trying to like figure it out. I don't think you can just type the name of an item to search for it. You have to search using the different parameters of an item. And so the whole thing seems very fucking convoluted to where I just don't want to interact with that at all. And I just will use the SSF stuff. Um, So it took the, the unfortunate thing is I didn't know that was happening and I got to like rank six or seven with the, the merchant guild. And then I went and interacted with it and was like, oh, this sucks. Chad is saying you definitely can search by name. Okay. Then, yeah, I maybe I missed that field uh, in, in the thing. Um, okay. But, oh, you can, but it's hidden but, in drop downs. Okay. But I was going to say, even then, it clearly wasn't obvious enough that you could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, and so I just went to SSF and was like, great, this is fine. This is a, I like this system. Like, I'm getting more drops. I'm able to target uh, what I want to drop. Uh, and, and I think that's probably why this split is 30, 70. If, if that is a true statistic for it, um, that's why in that case. And then in terms of the end game, uh, I'm level 88 or 87. Are you doing hardcore? No, no, no. I'm, I'm doing soft core. Um, I guess soft core trade, but I'm not trading, uh, but I can. So if I, yeah. Soft core. Yeah. Um, it, it's got, it's kind of a weird, naming system to that whole thing uh but yeah it's softcore um and it's it's been fun like i'm i'm in the end game there's not re there's kind of uber bosses but there's not if you want like poe equivalents there's not like an uber shaper that i'm aware of um and then there's all these system with keys and and different keys that unlock unlock different in gate like arenas and and I don't know. I haven't interacted with that system at all, but I think that's how you do a lot of the item development at the end of the game where you can take a like purple item uh, and every item is capped at four stats unless you go and interact with these other systems. And then you can take the, the crafting system if you have a stat and like push that off to where it can't be interacted with anymore, but it stays on the item. So you can push it to a higher tier and yada, yada, yada. That's like the end game is, is a bunch of item development stuff, which is uh, cool. Like, I'm, I'm glad those systems exist. I don't know how much longer I'm going to interact with that. I'm kind of at the point where it's needing to interact with that or make a new character. I, I'll, we'll mm. see what happens. Uh, 1.1, they're adding now, at least one pinnacle boss. Yes, yeah. The pinnacle they're, they're boss on system, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. What are you saying, Zeke? I heard, I heard you guys comparing it to POE, but how is it compared to Diablo? Well, that's the thing. It's between oh, that's a really the good two. Question. Yeah, it's between the two. Uh, no, no, it, it actually just, is. I'm just trying to chime in here. I don't know what the fuck. That's, that's, I feel like I'm at a fucking lecture that I walked into on accident. Yeah. D4 bad. Like, first, first off, D4 uh, bad. <laughs> is this cooking 101? Oh, <laughs> astrophysics. Oh, and you locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave. You're stuck here. What yeah, do sorry. stars do? Yeah. Um, what is stars do? 
the systems are all uh, very obscure without without in terms of their uh, naming for sure. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that out with no context and see what happens. What is stars do? <laughs> what is stars do? No, no, no. Do, let's do? we're workshopping this tweet. What is stars do? No, it's already then, done. It's oh, already god done. damn it! I was gonna say you <laughs> gotta you gotta add in the name Zeke's favorite name to say as well. Rab, rab, what is stars? What do? is stars do? Period. Rab rab nose jab or whatever it was. I think you yeah, should just there. respond okay. to his tweet with that Zeke, uh, and that's what. I <laughs> just it just that's it, and, and then I'll just is, respond to that with a nod. This is why uh, we're not social media managers, Chad. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> Somebody already responds to the tweet. And they said, "It be ah ah very wise. That is that very is what, um, what is stars do. It be." Zeke, yeah. and and all all joking aside, I think you would actually enjoy this game. Like it, it is. No, co- when you said you, it's fun on controller, I it's fun on controller. But also, there's there are like meta builds. There are builds that are stronger <laughs> than other builds. But did you get a response? <laughs> is he high or something? <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, there there are meta builds, sense. but like absolutely. If you see a skill that you just like using Zeke, you can totally yeah. make that build the center or that that skill the center of your build and pretty much be able to do most things in the game and be fine. Okay. Okay. And, and so it's it's like there there is you could totally go to uh maxroll.com and be like, what is the strongest build? But if you like fireballs like I did, man, you can make fireballs do a lot. <laughs> like you can make fireballs uh, have multiple fireballs when you shoot fireballs. You can make fireballs also like become heat seeking missiles, like a guided arrow from and Diablo see, 2. And like, you're, you're, you do a lot. You're peeling the right banana there because it's <clears throat> one of the uh, bars for entry for games like this for me personally is the things I think are cool, I want, I want them to be viable. Yeah, you know, everything's I viable. To, I want them to be like, like that's, I think that's where Hades went right. Like no matter what weapon you choose to start a run with, it's a viable run with the, with the chosen weapon. Like sure, there's some that jive better, but like you can pick whatever you want. If you like being the shield person or the or the spear or whatever, you can do runs and be and, and, and it'll be good. Yeah, like that's what I want for most of these games. And it seems like a lot of like the POEs and D4s, like you have to like you have to play meta the meta it. skill. Yeah, yeah, yep. you, you yeah. don't have to and, and in this. To to be clear though. This game does have metas. Yes, it, uh, every class has its best builds. Um, it, sure. it, it, it any game like this is always going to have that kind of stuff. But there is a huge amount of variety in terms of how you can get there. Um, the 1.0 means there's still a lot of stuff that's like kind of unexplored. So maybe you can stumble on something that's actually pretty cool. So there's there's a lot of potential still, even though it, it you know yeah. holds that way. Yeah. Oh, that's and you know like just that's why comparing to another game, that's why I fell off a of magic. Like a long time ago, because it's like three decks with a new yeah. standard. Thing. Meta games like, always become the, the thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is also wildly easy to respec in this game. Uh, yes. Which is really nice as well. Like everything can be rolled back or respec pretty much. Apart from your mastery. Outside of your, your mastery collect, yeah. selection. Yes. But like. Um, but even then, it takes what? Two hours, if even, to get to your mastery selection. So you could, you know, if you really are feeling bad about it, you could read it. So, Co, you've. Since you died on one of your other characters in hardcore, three others, three other characters. Okay, how does do you start the story from the very beginning? Very beginning. I, now I'm I'm doing uh, HC SSF uh, 
honest man. So um, no, so your your character, your character. What that means is you're not. I taking delete. Items. I delete my character on death. I yeah. So you're you're not able to like get an item that's in your bank no. from that. Okay. Gotcha. I don't. I don't. I if when I when I die, that character gets deleted. So for me, do you like, know? And this might be something we ask Chat. Do you know that if you when you complete the campaign, if you have to go through the campaign again, or how does that work? Like what? Basically, what I'm saying know. is the POE equivalent. Do you have to do the, all the acts over again? Uh, you can skip the campaign mostly if you make it far enough. There's an alternate leveling route. And campaign does have major shortcuts. Interesting. That alone, I think, is like apparently there is multiple times you can skip the campaign. That there's multiple shortcuts. They need to advertise the fuck out of that because that right there is why people don't play Poe. (laughs) And are waiting for Poe too is because they don't want to go through the acts. The big thing though is is a lot of the and and this is where like this is a whole different discussion. I don't know if we have time for this today, but when you start comparing the end game of Poe and the end game of Le, yeah. Um, like it becomes a little more tumultuous because like POE, I like, are, I don't, I don't, has, has last Epoch talked about how they're going to do the seasonal stuff? Are they just copying POE? I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, they I mean, might do have, have but I haven't seen that and everything. Yeah. Like this I know, I know that we select right seasonal characters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, one of the things about LE is that like, and we were, we were talking about this yesterday, especially with some, some of my, my friends that are like really hard POEers. There's a lot of people in PoE that are not really jumping to LE yet because that end game is not quite as developed as they want it. There's not quite enough to do. Yeah. And like, if you don't kind of sign up with the, the big mechanic that's in LE now, then like the guy I was talking to yesterday, he's like, I don't really feel the need to level a bunch of characters. Like they, they feel like even though this is a 1.0 release, it still has some cook time to get its maps, which is when like, you know, the PoE stuff really started waking up. Like it hasn't, a lot of folks don't think it's quite found its stride yet for its end game. Not saying it's sure. not going to get there. Not saying it's not going to get there. Um, but you know, the 1.0 release is is uh, a little thin in terms of a super fleshed out end game. It's oh. there, and there is an end game for those that haven't played it. It's there for yeah. sure. I mean, it's but, you know, it's, it's so hard to compare a ten year old game like Poe to to this, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of the the, the Poe players know Echo that it's going to keep getting developed and and get that end game eventually. You know, but. Yeah. yeah we'll see yeah yeah um that's not to say like i would be be very careful when it come how do i say this without sounding like don't fucking listen to those guys uh it's one thing if you're a poe player expects a game to be like hundreds of hours for a character a normal person <laughs> that plays games for fun doesn't necessarily like what you have in last epoch right now. If you're someone that has a couple hours a day, there's a lot of game to play. Like don't be yeah. dissuaded for that because and I think a keyword here is, is going to be like 400 hours for a character. You don't need and that. A, and a keyword here is endless games. Yeah. Don't need to be endless. Yeah, absolutely. There can be a, a, you know, so yeah, I, I yeah. totally see what you're saying with that. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, it will I think be interesting though, because I think, I think one of the reasons that LE is so popular is in how it differentiates from what's already available. So it'll be interesting to see if they carry that mantra into their development. Like, are they going to try to flesh LE out to match the offerings of POE and other ARPGs they like? I'm um, even going back to, I mean, some of the implementation from Grim Dawn, you could say, or are they going to try to continue innovating on that? And, you know, again, be in, be a different offering instead of kind of a, 
more of the same different offering. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm sold. I'll be following the hell out of this game. I, I, I can't totally, wait to see yeah. the roadmaps and stuff. Yeah. AR, ARPG players, if you are the, the quintessential ARPG player that still wants to play Diablo 4, you're going to have Diablo 4, Last Epoch, and PoE, and then eventually PoE 2 to kind of jump through all the different seasonal things. And if they can get that rhythm down to where they're not constantly competing with one another, you're set for a couple of years, man. You, you've got all the ARPG goodness uh, to bounce from game to game to game as those put out seasonal content. So it's a good time to be a uh, an ARPG player um, and kind of just in general, a good a good time to be a gamer. There's tons of survival games. There's tons of nuanced games like Pacific Drive. You've got this type of stuff just coming out of the woodwork. It's it's good. Bellatro, if you're looking to get uh, into that stuff, it's been a fun a fun month. I'm curious if 2024 can keep up that pace. I don't think it can. <laughs> I, I know. No. I, I'm I waiting think, for the quote still, unquote dead zone. Right. We're seeing. We're still seeing 2023 overlap. We're still seeing sure. like the projects that were that were started three. I mean, Ellie was in early access. What four years? Something like um, that. Yeah. Sons of the Forest was an access for multiple years. So I mean, it's you know, we're this is still the 2023 overlap um that we're that we're in right now yeah a lot of the projects also were delayed sure no yeah. we still have some projects that were that are delayed around the corner that is true um yeah after after final fantasy this week really the next big big release that i could think of is uh dragon's dogma at the end of march 82 yeah uh, and of course we're saying that now and watch our march explode with march could explode totally things. i know right absolutely i don't think any of us knew that february was going to be as crazy as it is was, was Sons of the Forest only one year? Yeah, it, it launched so a year ago. Wow. Yeah, they they were pretty quick through. Um, I wonder how long they were working on it before that. Through its early access. So, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Uh, Dungeon 2? No, Dragon's Dogma 2. Dragon's Dogma, <laughs> yeah. And also Rise of the Ronin, which comes out around the same day, uh, which is that uh, the PS5 Koei Tecmo thing. Uh, that actually looks kind of fun. So. Uh, oh, there is also Zeke's, Zeke's favorite game is coming out in March too. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this, Zeke. What do you think we're talking about? I think you're t- referring to uh, Alone in the Dark, probably. <laughs> oh, is that the one? I was going to say yeah. uh, Expeditions, the new Snowrunner game. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was going for Alone in the Dark coming out too. <laughs> Man, March we we eating good March. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> dude the amount of people by the way on uh this past monday you did the snow runner rerun i had so many people mm-hmm. join in my stream go oh my god jp zeke's playing snow runners again what did you how did you get them to do that i'm like guys it's a rerun <laughs> like, it literally says in the title rerun snow <laughs> nobody reads the titles nobody <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's true. No one reads the Nobody titles. Sounds, yeah. No one reads yeah. it. They're just like, oh my god, he's playing it again. What, how did you? What? How much money did you pay him to do this? I didn't pay him anything, guys. He's just it's a rerun. It's a rerun. Uh, what else? You Any, do read the titles. You you are the spe- a special special person. I, you're the one percenter. So. You're the one percenter. I know you really are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else have we been playing in the past week? I've been doing Final Fantasy VII remake. Just playing through that again on kind of the. The YouTube only streams. Uh, I had forgotten how emotional that game was. Like uh, when it comes to a lot of the the story content, uh, and I'm about to get to the end again, where 
I've I've enjoyed the game immensely more than I did on first playthrough. I have no idea why. Chat thinks it's because COVID was starting right when this game came out. And that might have been a big component to it because this that game launched the month that lockdown started. And that wow. could have been yeah, a pretty big it, impact on I why I didn't like because, it. It's because it's um even though you pro- you were going to play it either way. Yeah. Now you have nothing else to do. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. like you're playing it because that's it. Not because you really like, that's what I want to do. It's well, because it's, like, what else the fuck am I going to do? It's been four years and that might be why I don't remember it, but there's so many things in that game. It's like, I, I forgot this was a thing. I forgot this happened. Like I, I don't recall any of this. It's probably because COVID where like, I what. Not you, you weren't doing anything else in the world except talking about COVID at that time and thinking about COVID because, like, yeah, things the fucking world shut down, and that and that's around the time where we had we had no idea where things were going, right? I mean, that was the, the world time shut down, was, it was yeah, weird. Oh, yeah, that dude. was unprecedented. Yeah, there was like, no, there was there wasn't even a light at the end of the tunnel at that point, yeah. We just you didn't know what the fuck was going on, and so that, yeah. that's why I, I think that might be why I don't remember it, but I am I'm playing through it, it's fun. Enjoying it, obviously. Don't need to talk about it because the game's been out four years, and we've talked to death about it. But excited for Rebirth. Um, that's pretty much that, and all the other stuff cool. that I've listed is where I've been. Uh, what past what week. day does that come out? Twenty ninth Thursday is twenty ninth. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, Thursday. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely doing a big charity stream that morning. Oh, and, really? Uh, from from eight to twelve, a charity stream where keep, you're playing Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> I I well no no funny enough I keep getting asked I keep getting asked like hey yeah. you're gonna do Final Fantasy on your charity stream and the answer is no yeah I'm I'm absolutely it's not, not the best game for it it, it I don't want to miss anything I don't want to just be distracted the whole time like no we're gonna find something else to play for the charity stream maybe we'll do survivors or some 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 low key I can focus on chat and what's going on thing and not. Yeah. I need to be paying attention to story things. And did you see that wisp behind that guy? It looks kind of like that dude from the last scene of that guy. <laughs> it's, like, it's a fucking block ghost call. It's a block I know, ghost. I know, I know. It's a fucking block ghost. No, no, I, I don't, I I don't want to miss any of why don't, so. Why don't you, like, you, you do what you tell other, like, dev teams. You're like, why don't you just bump it a week? Just bump it a week. Just bump your charity thing a week. Huh? I'll bump the charity thing a week? I actually can't. <laughs> because, like, the, the charity I'm doing with AHA, they're doing, like, this big thing in February. And I'm, like, the last guy. So oh. like I, I literally cannot move it. it it's move for it, so. uh, what what uh, what charity? American Heart Association. American Haley Heart Nick, Association. If you remember, she used to be yes. a streamer, and and she's yeah. All the, so Haley Nick is actually the person that runs that now. She is the Zach Witten, if you know Zach. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. AHA. Awesome. So um yeah, I've been talking to her, and I'm I'm helping with that. So yeah, it's great. A great. HA is awesome. So it's going to be a big goal. So I need everyone there, and please bring your money. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I, think- I don't ask for money often but i will for charity i think so, i saw that give all uh, your money there jesse was jesse cox is doing some stuff with them as well um so cool. yeah Great. they're doing i think that already happened but there's there's a lot of different uh charity stuff with them seems like they're february is a month you said where they're pushing for that so yeah yeah it's it's uh it's it's a big month for them and they're doing they're doing a lot of little charity events and stuff so cool doing it all month cool is that just on thursday for you uh yeah it's it's from eight to twelve on Thursday eight okay. a.m. to twelve four hour block four hour stint cool mm-hmm. awesome and stuff just a, a little shout out if you do want to donate and you will not be there we will have a link available earlier so great but it does end at twelve on that oh so the goals what, and stuff we're doing you you won't be able to donate after the fact 
not to my i mean you will obviously to ha but when when 12 hits like i'm i have a list of goals for the charity event um so those those goals stop at 12 on on the 29th got it okay 12 eastern just so I, dude i ain't shaving this beard off or nothing no oh the like, beard's yeah. going beard beards going we got cosplays beards computer giveaways like oh but oh, it, i've done a charity it's a goal a for the while, charity stream so. for the beard to go goal for the charity stream is is uh, the beard to go uh karomi chan's making appearance getting a new cam for my puppy um lots huh? of lots of goals lots okay. of goals we'll also be completing a goal that i owe the community during the stream so it's a lot lot going on which one is that i don't know oh okay all right uh that's that that's happening thursday um it explicitly states on Rainmaker, which is the thing, the portal for folks to get keys. There will be no early access. I'm curious if they stick to that or if people will be playing that game on Wednesday. <laughs> or which game? Uh, the Rebirth, uh, Final Fantasy VII. Oh, Rebirth. wait, wait. So, wait, do, do you, so you have a key and an embargo? Uh, no, if you just go to rainmaker.gg, it says uh, keys will be released February 29th. No early access. Uh, please oh. note that this is a hugely popular title. There's selection based on uh, channel performance, blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah, I got I got asked today, like, will you play earlier? And I, I, I no one's told me. Yeah. I guess that's the answer right there. Rain yeah, that's what I'm going by. I haven't heard otherwise. Wow. Okay, um, yeah. I've seen a couple like dev interviews on a handful of channels, um, but yeah, I, I have not seen or heard anything about uh, about early access for that. So it seems like Thursday is the day. Um, chat saying preload on Tuesday for digital. Um, yeah, I don't even know if my I think I got the the collectors for that. I don't know if that's shipped out yet either. So got to figure that stuff out. By the way, did you get your Elden Ring collectors? I know you messaged me about that, Co. Is that? I did. Okay. I, or the second I saw the link, I like while I was in the process of ordering it, I was like, oh, JP's going to want to see this. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> so got it that get, morning got... as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, they didn't sell out. I was kind of surprised. I guess, I guess people didn't the... want to spend 400 bucks on a DLC. <laughs> Not only that the the uh the kind of the helmet's not super iconic yet true like, i have a feeling i have a feeling if it were a more iconic thing it would have been a, like ramadan's helmet or something yeah no what's his name Radan. Radan. rodan i don't Rodan. let's not do this i totally just said ramadan which is not his name <laughs> that is a completely that's a completely different thing um Rodan or whatever but yeah uh, <laughs> roadhouse i think is old ramalama ding dong uh, old ramalama ding dong that's right yes <laughs> I like how someone in chat was just like, Robbie, Robbie. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, uh, you might be right, but it, it, they are, uh, the collectors was like one eighty nine, and the mask was about that as well. They're two different items for a $40. We didn't talk about that at all. When we talked about on the ring, but it is a $40 DLC um that no one is really i really hope it's a lot that's what i'm saying no one's yeah. arguing about that yet when that oh, game comes out they're gonna been... be like this game better be fucking big and if there's it's not big there already. is okay oh yeah there's, it makes there's definitely people that are like if they're there but in, instead of like oh my god 40 dollar dlc what a ripoff it's more like oh my god 40 dollar dlc can't wait for it to be huge right yes right yeah. like it's 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 instead of people being offended by the price they're having their expectations set and in some cases getting even more excited. In fact, I remember seeing one guy replying to a tweet that's like, they wouldn't charge 40 bucks if this wasn't something huge. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're looking at that price and actually getting more excited instead of frustrated, you know? So we'll, we'll have to see if that actually rings true. It's pretty rare that FromSoft like ever disappoints, right? 
I'm not. That's I'm not, the thing I'm, I keep coming back to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I they've I'll got a lot of trust. I'll be more surprised if there's not a lot of good content in the Elden Ring DLC than if there were was. To be honest, it's. It, I feel the same way about the Elden Ring DLC as I did when people were starting to tell me the reviews for Rebirth. Where, where people were like, man, go, have you seen the Rebirth reviews? Oh, man, they're amazing. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I'd be I'd be more surprised if you were telling me that they weren't. That they were bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how yeah. I feel about FromSoft games. Like, yeah. Which is, I mean, speaks highly to the devs, don't get me wrong. But, you know, like, kind of, it's a good bar to set. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and the, the, that base game was already so fucking huge. <laughs> that, like, base. $60 seems kind of generous uh, for the amount of content compared to other things uh, for how big that game was. So, yeah, may- maybe even too big. That's right. For a lot of people, that game, people didn't even finish it. it I was, mean, Zeke was just talking about it's so big, he's like, yeah, not he's even questioning. Like, wondering if he's going to play again. Yeah, I know. Like, it's that big. Yeah. 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 Well, what a game. I've, it's been cool seeing people play that after uh, that uh, DLC announcement, people jumping into it for the first time. Always a good time when people walk out of that first uh, first like elevator and see the world and think like, holy shit. Because uh, I think everyone... Oh, my God. God had a yeah. name. Get me all excited again. I'm, I'm going to do a new build. I'm not going to do a mage build like I always do. I'm, I'm going to do a melee build and, and really, really hate myself for it. <laughs> Who had a name for that? That mage build was super fun for me. <laughs> uh, I think I think he... What, I think, yeah, I think Chad just named it. Like the step out moment, I think is what he called it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's talked about crafting that moment in his games. Oh, like, Todd, Todd Howard like, did? Todd Howard, yep. Yeah. Where, where, I mean, and, and Skyrim and, and Starfield both have them. They both have it. Times, but yeah. yeah. I, I, I would agree that Elden Ring's step out moment is One of the best of all time. Great. One of the best of all time is, 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 like, bests, like, plural of all time are the Bioshock, you know, mm. Bioshock Hallelujah oh, God, moments. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Three, two, Ride, riding one. up. Psh, hallelujah. Yeah. Like, oh, get chills every time I think about it. Riding down that elevator the first time in Bioshock is one of the most iconic two minute things in gaming for me will always it will always be yeah i remember i showed that to my dad when he didn't really understand video games uh and that scene i had played it before and i was like dad you gotta see this you'll you'll finally get it you'll finally get it and sure enough he's like that's like a movie we're watching a movie this is crazy <laughs> see, you picked a good one you know what you know what i showed my dad the first time Hey, hey, Dad! Look at this. I'm waiting at a dock for a boat, just like in real life in EverQuest. How cool is this? Oh, look! Here comes the boat. Junk, 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 junk. Look, I can get on it. Ah, that's great, son. Down. I'm gonna go mow the lawn because you're not doing it. <laughs> no, no, he, 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 he literally goes, "Wait, you had to wait for the boat in the game?" And I was like, "Yeah, it comes every 15 minutes." And he's like, "It's not what." <laughs> He was so confused. I could see like, that. I could why see would that. you wait? Like, what's? Why would you do that? That is kind understand. of a mind breaking point. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was just sitting there the whole time, like, yeah, you actually have to wait. It's so cool. <laughs> oh God! It's like, oh my God! <sighs> I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I remember <sighs> the the first time I introduced my dad to D and D, and I ran like a little mini campaign for him on stream. Oh yeah. And I, <laughs> he was like, "Well, what can I do?" I'm like. What can you do? You can do anything you can do in the physical world. Just, just, just think pretend you're there and think of what you can do. It's like, I mean, what I can fly? Like, no, you can't fly because you can't fly in real life. You don't have the ability to fly. But 
So I can stab that guy? Yes, you may. You absolutely may stab that guy, but there's going to be repercussions. Oh, maybe I don't stab that guy. <laughs> there you go. Now you're RPN, yeah, buddy. That's the end. It's like it's like it makes you wonder. Like how much? How many times has he gone through that line of thinking in real life? <laughs> I know, right? It's like, can I stab you know, that guy? About stabbing people, Dad. Yeah. Wait, when I get arrested, well, I, don't, I, don't have a, I don't regularly carry around a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, let's do some shout-outs. We're five minutes out. We can wrap it up a little early. Next week, I I think... Are we doing a show next week, or are we just going to play more Final Fantasy? We, we could probably do a show and just talk. Zeke, are you playing Final Fantasy at all? You're, no. like, out on Final Fantasy. Okay. If yeah. we do just want to do a catch-up next week, that's not... I, I mean, I'm taking Sunday mornings off now, so my timing around the Final Fantasy release is going to be really low. Yeah, because um, I also have some stuff that Friday. So if we, I'm just saying, if we do want to display Final Fantasy, I'm kind of okay with that. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> so whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, uh, have a conversation really, middle of the week. I'd love to have a Sunday morning. There's not really that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's not really a lot coming out between now and then. Yes. So not. and we'll just and we're not going to want to talk about that because it'll be super spoilery. <clears> so, you know, yeah. take a good time for a break if you want to take one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, t- one of us. I'm going to do it right now. Uh, hey, guys, let's talk middle of the week about oh, show. So we don't forget uh, in our Discord channel, because otherwise we will. Uh, shout out, Zeke. Please go. What do you got? I will. What's up, everybody? My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Or Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I broadcast every day at 10 a.m. Pacific, except Mondays, which I take off. Uh, uh, directly after this show, I'm in a role-playing show, uh, Blade Runner, uh, in the Blade Runner universe on twitch.tv slash table story. If you like tabletop role-playing stuff, it's a pretty good show. Come, come drop on by. Um, as far as what I'm doing, I have not decided like what my new, like core game is going to be. Um, I've got uh, so many games on the shelf to like check out maybe Pacific drive. Cause that's like, it sounds awesome. And uh, maybe maybe that's what we start on Tuesday. We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, so thanks for watching. Oh, thank Co JP for being co-host. Awesome to have a conversation with you. And even though you guys have those moments where you talk about ARPGs, I'm still here. I'm still listening. I I love nerds talking about you're, nerds. You're stuff. still locked in the classroom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. You can't leave. Can't go anywhere. Co, <laughs> do some shout-outs. What you got going on? You can just be like me and just open a game up. Anyway, thank you so much to Zeke and JP. It is a pleasure, as always. Uh, I am currently knee-deep in Last Epoch. We're also going to be continuing Pacific Drive tomorrow afternoon. Uh, I'm also getting in an hour-ish of Yakuza Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth in the evenings. If you were wanting to follow that, you can uh, you can come up on that. And then we've got all sorts of other fun things coming. And again, big shout-out and final reminder as I whip my hand forward and turn off my side monitor by hitting the power button by accident. Um, that we are doing a big charity stream on Thursday, the 29th from eight to 12. We are setting a very lofty goal. I've not done a charity stream in a long time and we are coming back and we are going to try to raise a hundred thousand dollars in four hours. If this actually works. I'm going to be baffled, but we are setting a pie in the sky goal and we would love for you to come help us. It's a fantastic cause. Um, I, I do not ask people to do this. I barely even mentioned Twitch prime, but I will say I would love for you to bring your wallets on Thursday and help us support this charity. So again, it'll be 8 a.m. ET on Thursday, the 29th. And uh, we hope to see you there. 
And as always, thank you for watching and see you all next week. Probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. We'll or the see. week after, at least. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be here <laughs> most Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern, is what he's trying to say. Yep. Uh, that's it. The VOD will get up. YouTube.com slash JP if you want to watch that. Or you can find it on podcast platforms where you get your podcast at. And that's that. We'll see you guys. Have a good rest of your week. If we don't see you next week, uh, happy rebirth launch to everyone. And good luck with those plot ghosts. If they're still out there. Happy rebirth. Yes. One and all. Yes. Happy rebirthness. That's right. What? <laughs>